0: Welcome back to the Fate Laces Out Fantasy Football Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Nathan Ray, and I'm surrounded by only three degenerates today because Corey is making a caramel macchiato at the moment uh, and doing big things. We appreciate you, Corey. But hey, uh, once again, we are drinking. I'll start off there. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Crack. We're making noises. Uh, but today, we're actually going to be doing a 12-man half-point PPR uh draft just because we got to switch things up and wait for next week for Corey to come back Um, and we're gonna be doing this from the sleeper app not that we're sponsored or anything we just like the sleeper app maybe one day right guys sponsored (laughs) by sleeper yeah Yeah, sponsored by sleeper one day Um, but actually we're just gonna dive right into it I mean right now just so you guys know we don't believe in kickers or defenses so we're gonna be doing a normal draft with one flex spot one QB two running backs two wide receivers one tight end pretty simple stuff and the first one on the clock is actually Tyler. Tell us who you're gonna go with. Tell me it's Travis Kelsey.
1: Uh, it is Travis Kelsey, actually. <laughs> if only, right? It's gonna be Saquon Barkley, big surprise. I don't think there's too much explanation needed there. So I'll just go ahead and press this little draft button and we'll be off. Hot takes. <laughs> Hot takes. <laughs> the, the draft is not started yet, I can't draft.
0: Yes, I mean, it's it's going, no worries.
2: So we're waiting for that to get going. Absolutely. Why do you like Saquon yeah. number one over the other uh, elite four, or the other three elite four running backs, Tyler? That's actually, you know what,
1: that's a good question, and you and I were just talking about this. I think Saquon is just in a in a league of his own when it comes to running backs, you know. It, and he, he has massive quads.
0: I get it, dude. Uh, Saquon went off the board, obviously. Then we have Alvin Kamara and then Christian McCaffrey. This is no surprise to anybody. I'm not going to be shocked
2: by this pick either, am I, Bobby? No. <laughs> um. With the uh, fourth uh, overall pick, I'll take the last of the uh, top running backs, Zeke Elliott. Okay. Obviously, he, had, he led the league in rushing last year. Um, he's one of the greatest running backs in the league. I don't think that really needs much more explanation. Are you at all worried before. about him, for some reason, getting in trouble once again and uh, losing time? <laughs> I am a little bit, um, as... I think you would be with any kind of player that's had that spotlight like Zeke has, um, but I don't think that anything's gonna happen to him with this uh, off-season you know bullshit that he had to deal with. It's not as serious as a player like Tyreek Hill or you know, any of these other guys can't seem to you know keep their nose out of trouble. I think Zeke could play full sixteen uh, game season, and if he does, you got a great value at four. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. Right now, I, I'm sitting at the six spot, and I'm I'm left with a dilemma, and I I picked the six spot because I absolutely fucking hate it. And uh, I'm going to do something for this draft. I'm actually going to (laughs) go 0 RB for the first three. Oh, wrong. Just kidding. It's going to (laughs) take David Johnson because apparently we're on a 60-second shot clock. (laughs) Is what it is. Way to go, Commissioner. But, uh, okay, I took David Johnson. I'm not mad at
3: that (laughs) either.
0: I say he's going to develop into a wide receiver yeah, later on. Absolutely. Yeah, I got to do this pretty fast. But Le'Veon Bell just came off the board after David Johnson, DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, Julio Jones. And now we're at Mike with the
3: 11th overall pick. Who do you got? So I haven't really done any uh, mock drafts where I'm kind of around the uh, end of the snake. Um, and I picked that position because I think it's a little bit more interesting than what these jabronis decided to do and pick, like, you know, the big running backs. So I'm kind of between James Conner. And Michael Thomas with this pick. Actually, fuck, Todd Gurley's still here, too. I think that, like, Todd Gurley is going, like, way too late in drafts. Um, Honestly, I feel pretty comfortable taking Todd Gurley at 11 here. I mean, the upside is just so high. And, like, if he pops off and then I can grab, like, a player like Michael Thomas with the, you know, on the come around, like, I'm sitting pretty in this draft. So, I, I... I think I'm grabbing Todd Gurley here.
1: I think you want to lock him up before the swing here, too, and not risk him being gone after those two picks. Yeah, definitely. I, I, <laughs> don't, I don't
3: think he'll
2: survive the swing. You're locking him up just like I his knees that... will do this season. That's
3: <laughs> cool.
2: Yeah, based ahead, off go. the rankings, something I just want to point out, though, um, I don't think Michael Thomas is going to yeah. come to you. Um, I think Todd Gurley really would. I, I th- And th- that might be true, but Odell Beckham Jr. is still on the
3: board, and I would not be disappointed in getting him either. So I mm-hmm. know I could pretty assuredly snag one of those top-tier wide receivers. All right,
0: so... Go ahead and make your pick, Mike. Go so draft him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so you you're right, Bobby. Michael
3: Thomas came right off the board, uh, and then James Conner. So 12 got Thomas and Conner. Um, and that leaves Odo Beckham Jr. sitting here. And, uh, you know, with my first and second pick at
1: 11, Todd Gurley, Odell Beckham Jr., I'm Do you consider, fucking stoked do you that. Do you consider Mixon or Travis Kelsey here with how deep wide receiver is this year? Uh, That is a good
3: question. Um, Mixon, I would definitely consider it. You know, he's a pass-catching back as well. Like, I think that, you know, he's he's just such a talented guy. Kelsey, it's just a little early for me. I know that Kelsey's amazing, but I, I'm just not one of those guys who's picking a tight end in the second round. But I would understand if somebody wanted to.
1: He's a, Like, he, you're drafting a wide receiver one, though.
3: I understand that. It's just that I would rather have Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> you know? I I don't think that's necessarily a wrong thing to say. No, no, no. So, so yeah, so I'm going Odell here. Pick your man. And I learned how to pause, by the way, which
0: is why he had 15 <laughs> yeah. minutes to make his pick. And I, I, had I noticed because I was like,
1: I
3: was like, oh, I, I pick, oh, pick, 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 pick. pick. Are still talking? Yeah, no, right, exactly.
0: Uh, so after Odell Beckham, we had Joe Mixon off the board. Juju Smith. Schuster, who I really wanted there. Travis Kelsey, first tight end. Dalvin Cook, thank goodness, didn't want to touch that man's also awful barren knees. He said man's
1: <laughs> oh, knees. Okay. A man's knees. I was like, what did you not want to touch on? <laughs> I didn't want to touch that man.
0: <laughs> Just in general. Especially not his knees. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so right now, staring me in the face is Nick Chubb, Antonio Brown, Damian Williams, also not touching with that guy, Mike Evans and T.Y. Hilton, and to me, this is not... You know the pick. This is an absolute no. no-brainer for me. Uh, wait, who do you think I'm picking? A.B.? Yeah, you're definitely picking yeah. Antonio Brown. Yeah, I mean, are you're, you're very much Mike wrong. Mike Evans is a close Yeah, song. it's funny because I am picking Mike Evans, oh, and uh, wow. I'm surprised you guys didn't... No, oh, no, you right didn't. Not. You guys did must have not seen my mock draft uh, lo- a while back. I like Mike cause Evans. Because Mike Evans is, is going to be, I think, a top four wide receiver this year and getting him in the second round at the, uh, whatever that pick is, 2.7. Um, I love that value I love AB but you just don't know what's going to happen with, with uh, Derek true. Carr That's even true. though I do have him in Dynasty now I think he's going to be great I just would rather have Mike Evans with Bruce Arians in a pass happy offense and he's just going to get fed the ball
3: and I will say that all of this uh, Mike Evans love is reflected in our Instagram uh, by a post that I made so you know just plug in the Instagram while we're at it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. It's a decent post. Yeah, you guys can yeah. take it out. Plug in, in myself. one
2: more thing to tell to <laughs> like. Mike Evans a little more. I do like him more than Antonio Brown or uh, OBJ this season. Um, I like Juju more than uh, – well, Juju and Mike Evans are close. It's mm-hmm. really hard to say who's going to do the well uh, there, but I think uh, Mike Evans and Juju are definitely just a small step above AB and uh, OBJ just because of their situations. Right, absolutely. And, and so I, I did go with
0: Mike Evans. Then right after him came Antonio Brown. So, Bobby, you are
2: up. All right. Well, this is uh, the 2.9 pick, and things get. Uh, I I feel like there's kind of a drop off here. Um, I have Nick Chubb, who uh, I like, but the backfield in Cleveland, I'm a little worried about, especially when Kareem Hunt, you know, gets back on the field. You're messy, a little messy. Uh, is Chubb going to be a guy that you can rely on? You know, to take you through the playoffs? I'm not sure. Uh, Damien Williams, another player who's in the one of the best situations ever, um, but. We talked about it a couple episodes. He's never amassed more than, like, two or 300 yards in a season. Uh, So, not really. (laughs) Those are are my stats, (laughs) (laughs) Apple. Nate plug. (laughs) Um, Worked uh, hard for those stats. (laughs) Again, I got Zeke on my team already, so I I think I will actually go with... uh, Where is he? Kind of falling down the list. Oh, wow, you're going deep. Yeah. You don't have to, man. I mean... Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, T.Y. here, actually. Okay. Um, Okay. I really like uh, the offensive line. I think it's going to give Luck one of the great transcendent uh, here we go, quarterbacks of the era. Uh, plenty of time to get the ball out to his trusted guy. Uh, I think they're going to be passing the ball you know, a lot there. And even with Paris Campbell, um, you know, maybe drawing some coverage, T.Y. Hilton is still obviously the number one threat there, so that's how I got in my second pick. And I, I like that pick. I mean, there's a reason I, I
0: actually sent him away in Dynasty, though. He's just, you never know when he's going to have a 30-point game or a 6-point game. He you just, you're just so reliant on actual yards. He'll get you the yards, you just don't know when they're gonna come. Um, but I do love that boom-bust player because that's how you win
2: leagues, right? Oh, definitely. Um, and you have your Ezekiel Elliott who will consistently get you 20 points. And one more thing, it's like, we Luck's been dealing with so many injuries. Tua Hilton hasn't had that reliable um, you know, quarterback as much of his career as you would like him to. So I think this year is gonna be his breakout season. Love the pick, I understand.
0: Right after him came Damian Williams, um, who I I agree, even though I'm so down on him. If he does play full sixteen game season on one of the most potent offenses, he's gonna he's gonna go off. I'm just not rooting for that man because I like uh, Carlos Hyde. I want him but in three. You want him in I think third. Damian round.
1: Williams in three.
0: I agree. He's just so overhyped right now that, yeah. I mean, the, it, recency bias is telling us that he's an absolutely amazing running back, a transcendent talent, yeah. because the last three games of the season, he averaged like 25 points a year. you're like,
1: oh, wait, it was three games. Yeah, it was three <laughs>
0: games. Everybody <laughs> recognized <laughs> Not worth the second-round pick, in my opinion. But, hey, uh, just after him, Nick Chubb, and now we're back up to Tyler. You started off with Saquon Barkley. Who are you pairing him up
1: with? So the first pick here is, like, pretty much a snap pick for me. It's not close. It's A.J. Green. Mm-hmm. And then the second pick comes down to Keenan Allen and Marlon Mack, for me. Keenan Allen, as far as wide receivers go, I think is pretty clear. Um, other guys who I could take a wide receiver here are Thielen. Amari Cooper, who I also like, but a bit of an unknown. Not, not so much of an unknown as Antonio Brown, but we do only have a nine-game sample size in Dallas, so we'll see how that goes. Um... Stephon Diggs, kind of same as the I'm. I don't love St- Diggs in the field, I think they just cannibalize each other, and they make me nervous. They're eating each other. Exactly. Every day. Yeah. As far <laughs> as running back goes, we have Fournette and Freeman, who are both ranked ahead of Mack I don't love either one of them. In the huge injury risks, Marlon Mack is playing behind a great offensive line, like Bobby talked about with Andrew Luck. So I think that's going to be huge. Uh, so he's going to be my pick at running back. So now that we've gone through the first two rounds,
3: are there any picks that you guys see that kind of stand out to you? Anything weird? Yes. No. Yeah, absolutely. Cannibalism. <laughs> I was asking about the picks. I was saying... Do no, you, you said do anything you weird? weird. You talked about cannibalism. Was, That's okay, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing up cannibalism in a fantasy football draft is a little weird. Um, <laughs> I like to keep things fresh.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, a fresh body is better yeah. than a dead body for the last five days. I guess. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm worried. You're watching those Ted Bundy documentaries. Yeah, exactly. Oh my
1: goodness. All right. Anyway, so All I want to be in life is Zac Efron playing Ted Bundy. <laughs> what a beautiful man playing another beautiful man. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Interesting. You heard it here,
0: folks. Women. Ted Bundy was a beautiful man, <laughs> <laughs> according Jesus. to women. They, they, they no, heard, yeah, it's the He Ted had Bundy groupies.
3: He had groupies, bro. What do you know about the Ted Bunny groupies? All I I I have to do to have groupies (laughs) is mass murder women. Yeah. Yeah. All right, anyways.
0: And and be attractive. It's all
1: about that bad boy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. On to to fantasy football. So, Bobby, we're back up to you. So uh, the picks that were just made were Marlon Mack and A.J. Green by Tyler, followed by Keenan Allen, Zach Ertz, the second tight end, came off the board. Now we're with you. Again, you have
2: Zeke and T.Y. Hilton. Who are you looking at right now? All right. Well, again, a lot of uh, players that I was looking at just fell off the board. AJ Green, Keenan Allen, Zach Ertz. I think that's uh, unfortunately again like <laughs> a cliff <laughs> that seems to have uh, gotten right up to me here. Um, looking at it, we have Thielen, Patrick Mahomes. I don't think I want to go for a quarterback that early. Um, I like Leonard Fournette. I know he's had some issues. All right, he's had a lot. He's had uh, on the field issues, fighting on the field issues. He's getting ejected from games. He has kind of um, uh, an ankle problem, but. Uh, Leonard Fournette was, a, I mean, if you've watched him play, he's like his yards per carry are a little bit low, but I think that he still is the focal point of the Jaguars' offense. Um, I think Foles is going to actually open up the field for him this season. Uh, I think that he has a bet much better year than he did last year, and I'll take him easily with the third round to compliment Zeke. Oh, Bobby's losing this league.
1: <laughs> something, something about the rankings here, and like we said, we're we're using the sleeper app. They have Leonard Fournette projected for sixteen point seven carries a game, which I think is kind of kind of crazy low for him. Crazy low? Yeah, I would put him more in the maybe they're also projecting it out. Well, I, I guess
3: you, I, you're, you're probably right. I would say twenty is kind of what I would say.
1: Yeah,
3: you know, as like a three down back, kind of like the focal point of the offense. I
2: don't think you're yeah. getting sixteen I touches. I find that number. Really TJ Olden's also gone. And I think that. Didn't they just drafted a rookie, Raekwon
3: Armstead. I don't think Raekwon Armstead is getting. He's not stealing the job from Leonard Fournette.
2: Ten touches. He a can, game. Well, well, not necessarily steal the job, but stealing. Touches, I mean, he's going If he steals six land.
3: touches, there you
0: go.
2: But <laughs> I, th- I think again, T.J. Alden <laughs> was really had a lot of production last year for the Jaguars. Yeah. I mean. Uh, in our dynasty league he scooped him up uh, as my handcuff to Leonard Fournette <laughs> and I felt really upset about that all year long yeah, and so I, just, I held on to him and didn't game. do
0: anything with him just on,
2: just for you buddy but uh, yeah again I mean that that, that is going to open up a lot of volume for everyone um, but I think Leonard Fournette is again he's, he's one of the few actual workhorse backs in the league so I think he's going to benefit even if he's not quite as good as the elite ones um, he's still going to get that volume uh, that they are absolutely
0: and on to me so Patrick Mahomes went right after Leonard Fournette. Computer but, number three is a scrub. Yeah, computer. <laughs> good. Computer three has Christian McCaffrey, Demian Williams, and Zach Hertz.
3: Oh no! I'm saying he's the third computer. Semantics. I mean, it doesn't matter. I got you, buddy. I got we, you. we don't need to argue about what <laughs> yeah, computer yeah, 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 yeah. is terrible. Uh, you got me now.
0: Football. You got me now. I was just confused. Uh, <laughs> Moving forward, I so I'm going to do something, because this is, this is the point of, of, of drafts, right? Just to switch some, switch some things up. I wanted to go three wide receivers off the bat, but the computer decided to take David Johnson for me. So right now, I have David Johnson, Mike Evans. I'm actually going to go Kittle here, uh, because I don't want to have to worry about <laughs> a tight end later on, uh, and we're going to see how it pans out for me. I have actually never done this, and I don't think I would actually do this in an actual draft, just because there's one guy I absolutely love that everybody knows about, but... I'm going George Kittle, right here, to kind of round it out. Um, David Johnson, Mike Evans, George Kittle, I'm not mad at this.
3: I'm actually surprised, Bobby, you were saying that you kind of felt like you were kind of up against like a drop off,
2: Mm -hmm. that you, uh, you know, after Zach Ertz went, that you didn't go George Kittle, why didn't you do that? Um, I don't know how I feel about George Kittle this year. Like you're saying, the um, I mean, I think he's gonna do fine, but I don't want to invest that early of a pick on a tight end that's not okay. Kelsey or Zach Ertz. Makes um, sense. He's only had it's one season. Um, yeah. he might replicate it, but I spend a third round pick on someone like that. It's just too much for me. Yeah, Kelsey,
1: Kelsey, and Ertz. You know, you're getting back that wide receiver one, wide receiver one and a half value, and they've done it. Kittle, it's a little bit more speculative. Yeah, they're
0: definitely more tested commodities. Totally understand, and that's that's the same case I have. I mean, at least you have a full season with Kittle to see what he's able to do. Mm -hmm. You have three games with Damian Williams, which is further actually (laughs) helping my case for him going in the second round before Kittle, who's proven that with Nick Mullins,
3: he can be the second overall tight end. If there's two things we want to hammer home with this podcast, it's that Ted Bundy was a handsome man, and uh, Damian Williams is a terrible running (laughs)
0: Yeah, Absolutely, 100% cannibalism (laughs) Uh, but just after George Kittle we had Adam Thielen Devontae Freeman Mari Cooper, Stephon Diggs come off the board now we're back at Mike
3: okay so I have Todd Gurley and OBJ so I'm kind of open for either a wide receiver or a running back and uh, nothing's really jumping out to me the wide receivers on the board Edelman, Cooks, Woods, Galladay Running backs: Henry, Josh Jacobs, Aaron Jones, Carryon Johnson. I think what I'm gonna do here is go. I think I'm gonna go Aaron Jones Weird. with this pick. Bananas. Bananas. So uh, I'm actually very high on Aaron Jones this year. Um, he led the league in yards per uh, carry last year with 5.5 yards per carry average. Um, the Packers were. Ranked 32 in rushing attempts Last year And uh, can't get worse than that Um, You know And they brought in Matt LaFleur I think the running game is really going to open up a lot Um, (laughs) You know I I, I think he's a solid pick He's a very talented guy I think his problems in the past have just been Lack of um, Attempts You know He just hasn't gotten to show it But when he does show it It's going to be big Yeah how many passes did he catch last year? Do you know? I actually don't know the answer to this. I actually, I do, wanna... I actually do know. He caught <laughs> <laughs> He got 26 passes last year for
1: 206 yards. Okay. For the record, Aaron, the, the Aaron Jones pick from Mike is not surprising whatsoever. He spent all day researching for the episode we were supposed to do tonight. You'll hear, you'll hear the extent of that research next week. But...
3: Well, and so I do have some other problems with the other running backs who were still on the board. Josh Jacobs, rookie, you know we're not sure how that Oakland offense is going to shape up. I feel like Aaron Jones is a much safer pick than Josh Jacobs. Derrick Henry had a lot of production at the very tail end of last year, but we have a new offensive coordinator um, in Tennessee. Their offense just really isn't that exciting to me. I don't think there's going to be a ton of scoring opportunity in Tennessee. Um, You know, wide receivers, Edelman, that's kind of a boring pick. He's never really popped off the page for me. And with a third round pick, I'm looking for somebody who could possibly ascend to that second or first round, you know, draft status. So, you know, the only close uh, contender was probably Kenny Galladay, who I feel like also could, you know, finish the season as a low end wide receiver one, but Aaron Jones just kind of edged him out a little bit.
2: So that's why I did what I did. Well, good news for you. Um, it's uh, your turn to draft again, and Kenny Galladay's still there. Oh, what do you know? So <laughs> so 12 on the snake, uh,
3: got Brandon Cooks and Josh Jacobs. Um, I like the Brandon Cooks pick, Josh Jacobs. I just don't feel comfortable taking him that early. But, uh, yeah, so Kenny Galladay. I think Kenny Galladay is a great wide receiver. He's like a big guy, 6'3", profiles as that wide receiver, one. Uh, Golden Tate just left, and you know, despite him being injured, uh, he did have the second most uh, targets last year, was 69, and so those are going to be spread either to T.J. Hawkinson, Marvin Jones, Kenny Galladay. I think that Kenny Galladay is going to have his breakout year, and I think it is. It's his third year, and that is typically the year that wide receivers, you know, kind of show what they're made of. Yeah. So I'm I'm going with Kenny Galladay as kind of a boomer. Actually, his, his floor is not that low, but. You know, he has, I, he has I, a pretty I, high floor. I think he, yeah. I think I think I think there's a good chance that he pops off this year. I 100% understand. And,
0: and uh, just after Kenny Galladay came, Derek Henry, and for the same reason, I wouldn't have drafted him. I'm actually not tucking. Tuck, I'm not tucking him. I'm not touching <laughs> him with a 10 foot pole either. It, again, because of the small sample size, uh, he had one game with 200 something plus yards at the end of the season. He had like four or five games that were decent, and again, that was towards the end. He's had plenty of years at this point for uh, to prove me wrong, and he yeah. hasn't done it. So I'm not touching him in the in the fourth round either. I totally understand that pick. Just after him came a guy that I really wanted, and that was on Johnson. Uh, then Julian Edelman, then Sony Michelle, another guy I'm not touching in that Patriots offense that tends to move the ball around. Um, the only guy I'm touching there is actually a guy I'm not talking about. So uh, I'm actually going to make my pick pretty quick, and it's going to be a guy that Bobby's not going to be a fan of. And uh, actually, you know what? He might be a fan of this because there's another guy just after him. I know he's gonna take. Uh, so I'm gonna get Chris Carson here. And part of it <laughs> is because you kind of sold me on him, but also didn't. I mean, we had a we had a podcast a while back where basically I was just shitting on Chris Carson. <laughs> and I, although. I am sort of pessimistic about him and his and the way uh, and his workload and how they call him Spider Man because he's absolutely reckless with his body and I think that he's eventually just going to get banged up. But hopefully, I can get a handcuff later on um, with in Rash- Rashad Penny. But uh, the reason I'm picking him is just because of volume. If he does play a full 16 game season, he's actually going to have a really good season. Um, and but anyway, just moving forward, right after him, Philip Lindsay, another guy I'm not touching with the guy with the orange hair. Uh, Bobby, you're up, and it, if you don't pick the guy I'm talking about, I'm going to be absolutely floored.
2: Hmm. Well, I was thinking... Oh, okay, I think I see who it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was definitely going to go for Chris Carson. We'll talk about him next week, about how great he is, and how I think that um, Richard Penny's more than just a handcuff. Um, but how I many, need...
1: How many podcasts do we have left before the season starts, and... What's the over-under on the percentage of them that talk, Bobby talks about Chris Carson? I, I mean, guarantee eight more podcasts when he talks about him, for sure. <laughs> okay,
2: if you like start to look at the stats, Chris Carson is actually still underrated, so <laughs> I'll keep talking about him until his ADP gets where it should be. But halfway through the fourth, a very good value pick, Nate. Probably the best pick of the draft so far. Oh, thank you. Uh, next best pick is going to be Tyler Lockett, another Seahawk. I don't know if this is the guy you're looking at, but... Nope. No, nope. That's cool. Keep continue. Wow. Anyways, Tyler Lockett gets... Who did I miss? I don't see anybody. Tyler Lockett... Uh, okay, yeah. Gets... I'm in your head, bro. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, he had a perfect pass rating uh, when targeted by Russell Wilson. Uh, Baldwin's gone. It's, I mean, obviously a huge value pick. Um, they are known for running the ball. The only team last year to run the ball more, and they passed it. They're gonna try and shake that up, I'm sure, to fool some offenses. Tyler Lockett's gonna get a lot of volume this year. I don't know, man. I'm I'm thinking it's DK.
0: Oh yeah, cool. Okay. You know, I I love the pick. I uh, I think he's gonna be his his value is gonna skyrocket next year because of the production that he's gonna be able to do this year. Given that Doug Baldwin's gone and DK Metcalf has like a. 16-step, what do you you call that, like, just route? (laughs) In general, just a (laughs) cut in order to stop because he's so massive. Um, I think Tyler Luck is going to have an amazing season. I love that pick, man. Uh, Just after him went Mark Ingram, then Andrew Luck, and then we're back to Tyler. And just to recap, Saquon Barkley, Marlon Mack, and AJ Green is who you have currently.
1: And actually, I don't love the spot I'm in right here. I'm going to be honest. For... You know, I'm I'm not an early QB guy. If I was, Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, maybe, but I'm not. Um running backs, we have David Montgomery, Kenyon Drake, who I think could surprise some people this year. So he's on he's definitely on my radar right here. Uh below I mean below those two, it's it's a pretty serious drop off, Tariq Cohen, Darius Geis, James White, Devin Coleman. Not crazy about any of these fellas. Then we have for wide receivers Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, uh, Mister Tyreek Hill, Calvin Ridley, and Sammy Watkins. So i I really do consider Tyreek Hill here after the recent news. Do it. And is that the you guy you thought that? Oh, oh yeah, I one hundred percent thought yeah, you were yeah, taking, taking him. Yeah, I thought I
2: thought I could get Tyreek Hill a little later than the fourth. Um, so I definitely take him to show him what's up. Man. So
1: and this is this is actually a really big thing with me and Tyreek Hill is I think. With the news, he's still very uncertain, but they ended the legal investigation. I think that's going to reduce the maximum on his suspension down to six games, but probably likely four. So I'm taking him as my wide receiver two here, which is you know bonkers <laughs> if he plays even if he plays twelve if he plays ten games, it's insane. So he's definitely the pick here. And then I like to keep a balanced roster, so I'm going to go with another running back in this one really is tough David Montgomery and Kenyon Drake I think are really close picks uh, I'm going to go with David Montgomery because I think he's playing in a lot better offense with a lot better quarterback
2: ahead, one thing I just want to touch on um, with Tyreek and I think there is a value to draft players that uh, are going to be suspended for a couple of games um, just looking back uh, last year Julian Edelman was suspended for four games for uh, drugs or something PEDs. Um he ended up doing pretty well throughout the stretch of the year uh, if you play in a league that gives you like, waiver wire pickups um, based on how your production is, if you lose the first couple of games because you have some guys out to suspension, that means you're going to get a higher waiver priority and be able to scoop up those undrafted players that become studs out of nowhere that no one takes. And that is a
1: really great point, but you want to be careful with that because Corey actually had Zeke two years ago when he was dealing with that suspension, and, and the- that suspension got pushed all the way back to playoffs. So he didn't get the waiver wire pickups because he had Zeke in the early season and Zeke was killing it, obviously. So he didn't get the waiver wire pickups and then he walked into the playoffs without his RB1. So you do want to be careful with that if you think it's likely to be, you know, if it's going to be an appeal process that gets stretched out across the season. Mm -hmm. Definitely.
0: Perfect. After David Montgomery, we had Robert Woods and then the other quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. No scrub there. And we're back to Bobby. Who are you looking at right here? So right now your team is looking, you got Zeke, T.Y. Hilton, Leonard Fournette, and Tyler Lockett. Pretty balanced so far?
2: Yeah, so I got my starting receivers and running backs ready to go. Um, I'm looking here for maybe a flex candidate, QB, or a tight end. Um, Just looking at the value that we have left. A couple names to stick out, Cup, Ken and Drake, Calvin Ridley, I really do like, actually. Touchdown Machine last year. Um, Sammy Watkins. Great value pick, I think, um, for a guy that could get a lot of value if uh, Tarek Hill doesn't actually play. Um, I do think I'm going to go with Calvin Ridley. I really do like the Falcons um, offense this year. I think they have a, you know, they're just going to be throwing the ball like insane. They play something like 13 dome games, so Calvin Ridley's going to get some looks for sure. Calvin
1: Ridley makes me really nervous. I know he scored a lot of touchdowns, but touchdowns are the most volatile statistic in the game. So, I mean, that's, that's really it. I understand somebody picking him there for sure, but he makes me very nervous as far as what you can expect out of him next year. Well, and he was a rookie
3: last year, and it's, it's kind of the question of, do you think that the Falcons can support two wide receivers? Because some teams can, some teams can't. True. Um, I personally do think that they can, and I think that the fact that his – you know, touchdowns versus yards are kind of skewed more towards the touchdowns is probably because, you know, he wasn't starting a lot of games and he accrued more playing time as the season went on. I think that'll change this year as he's now going to be a major part of the offense. Um, but, you know, I mean, we'll see. Yep. Maybe, maybe maybe the Falcons can't support two wide receivers, you know. They had Mohamed Sanu, who's you no know, slouch, but, you know,
2: I personally think that Calvin Ridley is a more talented guy. So
3: I, I like the pick, Bobby.
2: Yeah, and like, uh, of all the receivers, uh, rookie receivers last year, he was definitely the breakout, Mm -hmm. Um, and when you're looking at guys who become elite um, over time, uh, I think he definitely has that potential. Um, There's very few receivers have just hit the ground running um, with great seasons, and the ones that do end up becoming first or second round picks, Mm -hmm. Uh, so I think that this is a guy that might be getting really undervalued right now.
0: I would agree with that. And then moving forward, we have Cooper Cup, ACL man himself. I uh, I'm actually shocked that he goes this high. I mean, I I get the val I I get that he's a great player. It's just a guy coming off an ACL tear. Was it ACL? Doesn't matter. It was ACL, yeah. Whatever happened to his knee? It's it's not a good scenario for him. And I don't think he actually starts game one. So, um, somebody like happy. You know, oh, I'm
1: just gonna touch on the ACL thing. Somebody like yeah. Hunter Henry who tears the ACL early in training camp is a much different scenario than somebody like Cooper Cup who tears a mid season. Right, because it takes about a year to even be able to get on a field again with confidence. And it takes about another six months for that player to get back to who they were before. You know, outside of freak stories like Adrian Peterson tearing his ACL in October and then running for 2,000 yards the next season. That's an anomaly. That's not what happens. (laughs) Usually it's going to take about a year and a half for you to get back to the production that you could... Expect from that player normally.
3: You know why Adrian Peterson's ACL healed so quickly? why Cannibalism.
1: <laughs> was that? Yeah, that's what it came down to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he eats people. Yeah. <laughs> you Gotta so, get those stem cells without going to Europe somehow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: God, <laughs> I love it. Cannibalism in a can. Uh, so what are we looking at right now? So right now I'm looking at Kenyon Drake, Sammy Watkins, Chris Godwin, Mike Williams couple of other guys i'm in a pickle here and and the reason why is because the guy i'm looking at is actually chris godwin but i already have mike evans and that sucks because i think that's great value right here for chris the god godwin his real name is rod godwin rod god uh i wish i could get rod god on my team because i would love that that name as for a fantasy every woman
1: to call me Rod. the rod (laughs) god yeah you can't because he's the only
0: (laughs) one that actually reserved that right but right now i mean because my team It's pretty balanced at the moment. I have David Johnson, Mike Evans, George Kittle, and Chris Carson. I do want another wide receiver right here, even though wide receiver is so deep this year. Um, It kind of sucks because I don't like Kenyon Drake, even though he's probably the best running back. Actually, you know what? He's not. I know who I'm picking. I'm picking Tariq Cohen, and this is why. Uh, Because this is a PPR league, and last year he was an absolute PPR monster. I think that... Uh, your boy David Montgomery actually has a solid season but I think that he's going to need some help and I don't think he's going to take away not only the touches but the receptions from a boy Tariq Cohen he has his role he's going to catch 50 60 balls this year I'm really excited about that pick
3: yeah I I really like the Tariq Cohen pick I think that you know he's such a unique player and Matt Nagy really likes his gadget players as we kind of saw in Kansas City, that they're both going to have their places on the field. And like you were saying, PPR Monster, he caught 71 balls last year and had over a 1,000 scrimmage yards. Like, I think well, that's, that's dirty. That's a fucking steal, man. Like, he, uh, people have been sleeping on Tariq Cohen. I don't think they realize how much he actually got done. I just didn't realize he was still there, so I'm very happy with that.
1: I do have a question for you, though. So you... saying you wanted Chris Godwin, but you had Mike Evans. But right below Chris Godwin Mm -hmm. is Mike Williams right there. And aren't they very similar players? You're not interested in Mike Williams compared to Godwin?
0: No, because, I mean, here's my thing. Because Hunter Henry just came back, who I think is a very solid player. If he didn't exist, then I think Mike Williams is a solid pick right there. 100%. I just don't like the scenario that he's in. I think he's going to be good. I don't think Mike Williams is actually going to have the season that he had last year.
1: Interesting.
0: I I really don't. I think that Hunter Henry is going to take a lot of the the red zone target makes sense.
1: Him. makes sense but I do something that jumps out to me when you mention Hunter Henry though is Chris Godwin really started to come on in the second half of last season when OJ Howard was injured right and OJ Howard will become a bat right so it's a, kind of the same situation but who do you
0: think is better Hunter Henry or OJ Howard
1: well that's that's really close that's a, that's a tough one I think o. well it's J. not for me Oh, you think Hunter Henry is much better? Yeah, then that makes sense. Yeah, that makes a
2: lot of sense. And
0: that—that's where
2: my mind. That—that's where I go Go ahead. Right. And Deshaun Jackson's going to be gone too. I, um, yeah. I think that opens up a big vacuum um, in a very potent uh, downfield attack that the Buccaneers are going to. No, totally team. agree. If, again, if I didn't have Mike Evans, I would have Rod God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would. So you t- you I would don't take like the. Like drafting God. two players on the same, especially absolutely not. On the same team, no.
1: I'll draft. A, I'll draft different positions on the same team. Yeah, I think that that's a fine. You know, fine thing to do, but two receivers, yes. Like if I took start if I had Aaron football, Jones and on
2: Devontae
0: end. Adams, wouldn't be mad at that. But I'm not taking two receivers because then you're really limiting yourself. You I mean boom talk about boom bust. One's gonna have a good game, one's gonna have a bad game almost hundred percent of the time in my opinion. Unless it's Juju and Antonio Brown on Big Ben's offense. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. You know what so, they do? What's that? Can't they cannibalize each other <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all they do they just cannibalize each other uh, but moving forward after Tariq Cohen pick we had Deshaun Watson Kenyon Drake OJ Howard came off the board as the fourth tight end and then we had the rod God himself coming right off at the at the 5'10 position Mike
3: alright so I got I got two running backs two wide receivers so my team's pretty balanced out I can kind of go any way with this um, I can't believe OJ Howard went that early that's insane to me um and I'm also just not really high on any of the other tight ends here, so I still think I'm gonna wait on tight end. Um, You know, unlike Nate, I do kinda like Mike Williams. I don't think that Hunter Henry's going to necessarily come in and gobble up all the touchdowns. Um, Jarvis Landry's cool too, but there's actually one guy I really like who's still around, and I'm actually surprised that um, he's down this low, because we were just talking about Tariq Cohen, and in my opinion, James White is a more productive version of Tariq Cohen. I agree. So we just talked about Tariq Cohen having 71 receptions last year. James White had 87, 751 receiving yards, uh, 425 rushing yards, and 12 touchdowns from scrimmage. That's a bonkers line, right? So we don't know what they're doing with Sony Michelle. We don't know what they're doing with Damian Harris, but we do know that James White's going to get his, right? They still, they don't have Rob Gronkowski anymore. I just can't imagine uh, James White not producing like he has time and time again. Um, so I think he is just an awesome pick here, you know, in a PPR league. Go ahead, you know? take Jake. I mean, I, I, I would agree
0: with you is he's extremely productive and he obviously did better than Tariq Cohen last year. My problem is when... When Bill Belichick tends to draft people, he uses them. And I think Damian Harris is going to have a role, and I think he is going to take a, take a couple of receptions away from James White. Can't give me that, because that's what they do, <laughs> especially when they draft him as high as they do. I, I, I do believe that he's going to have a significant role in the offense. Maybe not significant, but a significant enough to make Tariq Cohen have a better
3: season than James White. But we'll see. I just think Damian Harris is going to be competing more with Sony Michel than... James White. You know, I think James White has really carved out his role. Like, you know, the last couple years, 87 receptions last year, the year before that, 56, the year before that, 60. You know, he he just is a PPR monster. And I think people really, like, undervalue him. But, yep. it's all right. Beyond James White, my turn again. Sammy Watkins and Darius Geist went off the board. Um, both players with some question marks. The uh, Picks coming up, I'm not quite as excited about. Um, you know, Ted and Coleman, Lamar Miller, Darrell Henderson. Darrell Henderson's way too early for me. Miller, you know, great if I want nine points a game. Uh, Coleman, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that could be productive in the Shanahan offense, but, God, with that like, three-headed monster, like, who's to say? I mean, he could very easily amass 30 carries this year.
1: I'm staying away from that backfield. Like, it's on fire, and acid rain is falling. <laughs> and I want no part of it. Understood.
3: So, since I, since I have two wide receivers, you know, I have three running backs, so that takes care of, you know, my flex. Uh, I think I'm going to go Mike Williams with this pick, kind of on upside, you know. Uh, unlike Nate... I think that Mike Williams is going to have a better year. I think that they drafted him in the first round, and they didn't draft him in the first round to have him play second fiddle to a tight end. (laughs) You know, so I think that the yards will catch up to the touchdowns, and I just think I I think he's going to continue to be a red zone monster. Phillip Rivers loved him there. Like I'm, and if he doesn't pan out, you know, it's not like I'm missing out on a starter here.
1: So I just want to touch on your pick really quick because you said that it's too early to take Darrell Henderson for most people I think it is but you are actually the one who drafted t- Todd Gurley and number one being as high on Darrell Henderson as everybody seems to be he's gonna cl- climb this board and possibly even climb higher than the sixth round so it's, I, it's fine you know if you don't want to take him there and handcuff Todd Gurley that early in the draft I understand that but just so everybody knows, if you take Todd Gurley and you want to handcuff him with Darrell Henderson, that's where you gotta pick him. Cause he's not falling all the way to the end of the seven.
3: And and that's very true. But you know what? Darrell Henderson might not even end up being the handcuff. <laughs> it could be Malcolm Brown. You know, they signed his offer sheet, and you know
1: where you can get Malcolm Brown? Probably the 15th round. Yeah. No, I appreciate not drafting Henderson. I'm just saying if you want him as that handcuff, Sixth round is probably where you're looking to have to take
3: him. It is definitely something to consider if you are going to be drafting Todd Gurley, is, you know, either nut up for Henderson going a lot earlier than you feel like a handcuff should, because sixth round is such a high price price. for a handcuff, you know, or, you know, Malcolm Brown is definitely a little bit riskier. But if Gurley's out and then it's Henderson and Malcolm Brown, I think that Malcolm Brown will still be a fine, Mm -hmm. you know, at least flex value. You know, you're not. He's not going to be a useless player if Gurley is actually out. So, that's that's who I would go for because six round is just
2: too much for a handcuff. You know, I definitely agree that Rams offensive line that'll make holes for anyone to rush through. So, I think you'll be fine sitting on Henderson. Mm-hmm. I would agree. It's funny It's funny you say that because, I mean, that's this is about
0: where he's going right now. And I, I was thinking about taking him. I was actually thinking about taking the handcuff Rashad Penny at this moment because I do have Chris Carson. But I have three running backs, so I, I'm not going running back again, especially not for a handcuff this high in the draft, I mean this early in the draft. I am looking at two guys, though. Uh, actually, three. Uh, right now I'm looking at Tyler Boyd, who's my boy. Um, he damn near won me the league last year. Then I drafted him away. I mean, uh, traded him away. I'm also looking at DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson, contrary to popularly. I don't think I'm actually going to go with Robbie, but I do like his upside. Um, DJ Moore actually came on pretty strong at the end of the season, although he only had two touchdowns. He did have almost 800 yards, and I'm really excited about it. So I'm actually going to go with Tyler Boyd just because – Oh, oh he, I saw Bobby just depleted, uh, <laughs> and I love it. But And the reason why is because with or without AJ, he actually has – you know, he has the upside of a wide receiver, too. He does really well whether A.J. is on the field. He actually does better when A.J. is on the field uh, versus when he's not. So I'm all about keeping him on my roster as my uh, wide receiver, too, next to Mike Evans as well as a – because right now I'm looking at a pretty, pretty solid roster in David Johnson, Mike Evans, George Kittle, Chris Carson, Tariq Cohen, and Tyler Boyd. All I need is a quarterback, and I round it out, and I'm pretty happy man. Tyler so.
1: Boyd is just – Stupid value right there. It's just
0: a great thing. He, he is stupid value. And uh, I see that, uh, you know, after I did this, I see that Bobby made the quickest
2: pick I've ever seen in my life, and that was DJ Moore. Yeah, well, you already talked about him yeah, so we did. well. Um, I was, uh, my, that depletion was actually kind of uh, excitement. I feel like I was getting away with getting DJ Moore. I'm oh, really excited nice. about him this season. Um, even though that was my uh, fourth receiver, um You know, that's my second flex spot. Um, And I think that DJ Moore is going to be Cam Newton's number one target, uh, besides maybe Christian McCafferty. But Cam Newton can actually throw the ball this season, probably. Um, They're talking a lot about how he has this new throwing motion he's going to unveil, and everyone's giddy about it, so who knows what the hell that means. Uh, But I think DJ Moore is going to be um, the... He's going to receive a lot um, of targets because of that. Um, a lot more down the field. Like you were saying, he was able to put up 900 yards. You know, it got better at the end of the season, as Cam Newton got worse. doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, except for the fact that he's more is really good. Well, I think like, like 900 yards for
3: your rookie season, like that's very... a huge success, yeah. That's yeah. very, very impressive. 788, and, but it's cool. Uh, but, uh, you know, they also were designing a lot of gadget plays for him, too. They really wanted him involved in the offense, so they're going to make sure that he
2: is part of the offense you know yeah. so, and they love to force uh players to succeed um there in uh charlotte i think again you know like just christian McCaffrey had too many touches last year <laughs> they need to dial back if that guy wants to survive you know to, to his 25th uh <laughs> year of life um so i think that they're going to spread out the ball a lot more Cam newton's going to get back to form um it was really kind of depressing to watch him play last year uh but everything else seemed to be working um, for the Panthers. So I think DJ Moore is really going to ascend this year as a, a great receiver. Yeah, absolutely. Not a gr- not a bad
0: six-round pick. But hey, guys, we're not going to make you listen to the entire draft. So we're actually going to stop right here at the sixth round. I do want everybody to go through really briefly their actual entire squad. And then we're actually going to wrap this up uh, for the night. So Tyler, can you just let us know who you got?
1: First round, Saquon Barkley. Second round, Marlon Mack. Third round, A.J. Green. Tyreek Hill, fourth round. Fifth round, David Montgomery. Nikhil Harry in the sixth round. And actually, I didn't talk about him. I wanted to talk about Nikhil Harry really quick. I think we still have some time. Uh, I'm taking Nikhil Harry as my wide receiver three. But really, the reason I'm taking Nikhil Harry here is I want him as my wide receiver two early in the season. I think he's going to put up decent production in the Patriots offense at least. So he's really just here filling in for, for Tyree Kill. I just want somebody I can kind of depend on to get me through those first four weeks, even if he's not a superstar. I'm fine with it because I got a superstar on his way back from prison.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. <Yeah. laughs> Allegedly. All right, I don't know who's going next. Yeah, to exactly. Team. And Bobby, who? Who's oh, all team? right, so with my team, uh, I have Ezekiel Elliott, T.Y. Hilton, Leonard Fournette, Tyler Lockett, Calvin Ridley, and DJ Moore. It's a solid team uh mine's better though. I have David Johnson,
0: Mike Evans, George Kittle, Chris Carson, Tariq Cohen and Tyler Boyd. And then Mike
3: got Todd Gurley, OBJ, Aaron Jones, Kenny Galladay, James White and Mike Williams. And I'm 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 pretty happy with my draft, especially with the 11th pick. I feel like I got some some steals. Absolutely. And and here's the thing, I mean, it's
0: the first 6 rounds. You don't really win your your draft in the first 6 rounds. You can lose it. But you can't win it. Correct, it's correct, all correct. about the rest of the draft. But again, we're not going to make you listen to that right now. We're actually going to wrap it up. But please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Laces out Fantasy Football. Obviously, you're listening to us on Anchor or any other platform. We're going to be on uh, iTunes as well as Apple and Android here in the very near future. And we're going to come out with actual mics soon so you won't be able to hear <laughs> the background here. We'll be a little bit more professional for you. We thank you guys so much. But we're signing off. This is Nathan Ray with laces out fantasy football guys say goodbye later bye welcome back to the laces out fantasy football podcast i'm your host nathan ray and once again i'm surrounded by only three other degenerates because Corey is still making caramel macchiatos <laughs> at the moment and <laughs> making a lot of macchiatos yeah he's making a lot of macchiatos but I am surrounded by three great friends at the moment, including Bobby Vito. Mike Falcon. This is Tyler Pinkford. And today, we're still talking about our 12-man PPR uh, mock draft that we had actually started a couple days prior. We actually stopped at the sixth round um, for you guys, because we don't want you to let you sit through that. What are you What are you looking at me
2: that for? Well, continue. Nothing. You can go. go ahead. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. You have something to no, say? No, it's been two days since we started this draft. We're definitely not doing this all the same night. So. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> we're, definitely, we're definitely
0: not. This is, this, this is live. But we are still drinking. I can tell you that right now. Cheers. All right, cheers. People making noises. But hey, again, we are now in the seventh round. Tyler has his pick. I want you to go through who you have currently um, on your team and who you're going to make with your seventh round pick.
1: You got it. I got Saquon Barkley in the first round. I got Marlon Mack in the second round. I got AJ Green in the third, Tyreek Hill in the fourth, David Montgomery in the fifth, and Nikhil Harry in the sixth. In the seventh round, I'm going to go ahead and pick up my tight end. I don't love any of the running backs or wide receivers on the board. First couple of each of those is Darrell Henderson, Miles Sanders, Rashad Penny, Alshon Jeffrey, Will Fuller, Allen Robinson. I'm just kind of meh on all these guys, but I do think Evan Ingram it's gonna have a really big year with OBJ gone. And I think he's the last really
2: dependable tight end on this board that we can pick. Take your down, man. Yeah, I hate you for that pick. I was hoping you had forgotten about him in this long uh, interim between the second half of the draft here. I forgot about him. nothing. But I think it's a great pick. I love Ingram this year.
0: Absolutely, and just after it, Evan Ingram, Alshon Jeffrey went, Will, Full- Will Fuller. I think people are sleeping on him because he's been injured so many times. Um, I do like him this year. Uh, so, I, I mean, I don't blame you for not taking him there since you just got in Kill Harry. You have two other wide receivers. I do like your tight end pick, but I do like Will Fuller this year. I, just, I really like
3: Kiki Kuti. So he,
0: he's a cutie, isn't yeah, he? Yeah,
1: he's the cutest, and he <laughs> drops Will Fuller's value a bit for me.
3: bringing it around to the first podcast.
1: That's it all comes right. full circle. It all does, right.
3: always.
0: Bobby, you're up right now. I mean, let us know who your team is and
2: who your next pick's going to be. All right, so I had fourth overall in the pick uh, in the draft. I took uh, Zeke um, with my first pick at four. Uh, then I have T.Y. Hilton, Leonard Fournette, Tyler Lockett, Calvin Ridley, and D.J. Moore. So my team's a little wide receiver heavy right now, um, and there's a lot of good receivers still available uh, here at the the seventh uh, pick or seventh round, fourth overall. Um, players that I'm looking at, uh, right now, there's a lot of QBs staring me in the face. This where Baker goes, or where Matt Ryan and Drew Brees go. Um, I definitely think, uh, I can still wait a little bit on a quarterback, um, because I'm sure some of these guys will fall to me. Um, I still don't have a tight end, uh, but I don't know, um, if any of these guys are really sticking out to me as someone that I want to fill that slot this early. Um, Actually, you know what? I think I'm going to go ahead and take a tight end right now. I'm going to take <laughs> uh, Njoku. Um, there are God damn it, a lot of guys above him that you know, I, I are just in running back committees. Um, I have Darrell Henderson, Miles Sanders, Rashad Penny, Jordan Howard. I don't think any of these guys are going to produce as the number one running back right now. Uh, but I know Najoku is going to be the number one tight end for Cleveland. He's going to be catching pests from Baker. Um, yeah, go ahead and slide him in at the my seventh round pick. Taking the kid is what they call him. Did you know that? Why do they call him the kid? I have no idea, C-cum? but he's a
0: massive man. I have no idea why I called him the kid, but I just kept seeing it online. I'm like, they call that giant dude C- the kid? Look it up. Like
1: especially. specialty you know, Yeah, absolutely. Know. So Yeah,
0: exactly. And, and just to recap, I did have the sixth overall pick, and in the first round, actually the computer took it for me, but I, I have David Johnson, Mike Evans, George Kittle, Chris Carson, Tariq Cohen, and Tyler Boyd so right now I have two wide receivers three running backs and my tight end and I'm, I'm not honestly I'm really happy that I actually took a tight end that early again I don't normally do that this is the first time I've ever done it and I, I I'm so happy that I don't have to take like a Jared Cook who I think he'll have a decent season but he won't have a George kid a George Tittle a George Tittle type, type season I can't speak a lick but right now um I am looking at three quarterbacks I'm not touching a quarterback because there's a guy I have in mind that I could probably get three rounds from now uh right now there's Baker Mayfield Matt Ryan Drew Brees Jared Cook Darrell Henderson just staring me in the face and the thing is I mean it's the seventh round I don't have Todd Gurley but he is a massive handcuff let's just pretend that Todd Gurley doesn't play half the season uh there's tremendous value there uh, on one of the most potent offenses in the league. However, I have Chris Carson and Rashad Penny. <laughs> He's also staring me in the face. <sighs> decisions, decisions. I, 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 and then Sterling Shepard staring me down there. I, I have to take another a handcuff. I do believe, um, but does it have to be a handcuff to my team? In the actually in this spot,
1: I like handcuffing somebody else's another team's player. Right,
0: exactly, and in, in Which is why I'm going to go with Mr. Darrell Henderson himself, Um, because, I mean, if if there's somebody that knows anything about arthritic knees, it's me. And I can tell you right now, it, it, it does hinder your ability to do anything in life. And I don't believe, just because, how old is Todd Gurley? 25? 24. Yeah, Even though he's young, arthritis is arthritis. doesn't matter how, how old you are. <laughs> I've had it since I was young. Um, It's going to hinder him in one way or another. I, th- I do think that Darrell Henderson comes in and has a serious role, and I'm okay with him being my fourth running back on my team because if he pans out,
3: I'm having a pretty solid season. I'm definitely in the playoffs. He's definitely a very explosive guy, and I've heard a lot of people talking about, you know, if anything were to happen to Todd Gurley, like Darrell Henderson could be looking at, like, you know, Offensive Rookie of the Year, right.
1: mm-hmm.
3: you know he has a lot of talent. Um, you know, and he's in obviously one of the best offenses in the league. So I'm sure that Sean McVay can figure something out. You know, to get Darrell Henderson the workload that he needs to, you know,
2: take it to the house. Again, a player that might be more valuable than a handcuff. You might end up being uh, like a one-two punch with Todd Gurley if they try to limit his workload. So this might be a guy that you could start to flex. Even know, Todd Gurley's still producing at an elite level. I mean, yeah, who knows? I mean, maybe they're going
3: to be using him like the Tevin Coleman, Devonta Freeman, you know, uh, type role, you know, now that Gurley might not stand up to such a big workload. Yeah, and I do believe, this is really early in the season that we're actually doing this mock, I do believe that he's
0: not going to go in the seventh round because uh, there's going to be so much hype on him, especially the more news that comes out. I mean, Tal Gurley just said it is a bit of a problem. What an idiot. He shouldn't have said that. But uh, I do think <laughs> his draft stock definitely is a, a small problem. problem. But either way, he put the word problem in there. He, he could have said, I'm 99%. I would have been happier with that. Um, I, do, I don't do believe I'll ever get Darrell Henderson in a seventh round again, but hey, great value right
3: here. We'll know a lot more when, every, when the drafts are actually happening. Exactly. So you can make an informed decision then. For sure. But it comes to you. I mean, just after Darrell Henderson, DK Metcalf came off the board, really? uh, wow. as well as
0: three quarterbacks in a row: Baker Mayfield, Matt Ryan, Drew Brees, and now we have Mike
1: on the clock. Who you got? Can so. I? Sorry, before you pick Mike, I want to touch on these three quarterbacks that went off in a row. And a lot of times, people and we are drafting with computers here. There's only four of us, five of us. And how many are there? There's four There's only of four of us. of us. Corey's again. making yeah, margaritas. It's only four of us here. So. People tend to blame computers when something like this happens. Three quarterbacks go off the board in a row in the seventh round. But this is something that you will run into in drafts, is a run on a certain position. And usually it's quarterbacks or tight ends where one of them gets picked and the rest of your draft will panic. And then all of a sudden, quarterback's coming off the board. And what you need to do is not panic. And all of a sudden, you're picking a quarterback in the seventh round, which goes against your draft philosophy. There's better... If you're a late-round quarterback drafter... Just stick to your plan. Draft the quarterbacks late. If the rest of your draft wants to freak out and waste, you know, seventh-round equity on a quarterback, let them. It's better for you. Agreed. Hot takes. Mike. got Mike.
0: Well, who's your team first off?
1: All right. So my
3: team is Todd Gurley, OBJ, Aaron Jones, Kenny Galladay, James White, and Mike Williams. So as for tight end right now, I mean, Jared Cook's kind of at the top, but I just – I – I don't know. I don't really like Jerry Cook. And at this point, the tight end position is so dried up. I mean, there's not much difference between, you know, the first guy and then the fifth guy on the board right now. So I think I'm going to wait a little bit longer. I think there's still some value wide receiver and running back. Um,. Running back, you know, we have Rashad Penny, Jordan Howard, Kareem Hunt, Latavius Murray. I like Murray probably the most out of all of those. I think he's definitely going to have a defined role. Whereas we don't know Kareem Hunt. Jordan Howard, I just I just don't see what he's going to really do in that offense. Um and Rashad Penny, like, you know, Chris Carson's the second coming of Christ, obviously, so he's not gonna see any play. Um but I think the guy I'm gonna go with is Dante Pettis. Um, You know, he really kind of came into his own at the second half of last season. He was getting a ton of targets, and honestly, I think that he's going to finish 2019 second in targets, probably behind uh, George Kittle on the 49ers offense. You know, um, Garoppolo's coming back. He's gonna have a better starting quarterback. I think they're just gonna be a better overall team. You know, I think that they've probably fix the run game you know Jarrett McKinnon's coming back so they're just going to be a more complete offense and I think that Pettis is going to you know rack up a ton of targets so I I, I like him here you know he's kind of the opposite of um, Mike Williams in a sense where Mike Williams was getting a lot of touchdowns wasn't seeing quite as many targets or as many yards and I think you know one of these guys will kind of Work out If the other one doesn't So that's, that's, that's my thought on this
1: Yeah I like Pettis quite a bit though. Mm-hmm, You know And I,
3: if It doesn't work out He's not on my starting lineup So That's at the, and I guess at this point though You can make that argument For literally every person You draft Um So then Jordan Howard Rashad Penny Went right after me I just talked about How I felt about those players At this point point. And Jordan Howard Running
0: back by committee I don't want to I don't want to touch Philadelphia's backfield I just don't So I That,
2: that was a no brainer Um so one thing i do want to disagree with you though yes. is uh, rashad penny um i am super high in chris carson no. probably higher are than anyone else here you don't but say i think Rashad penny is gonna get a lot of work actually um if you hear what's coming out of the training camp um even though uh Pete carroll um has a man crush on chris carson um and he has for a couple years now uh chris carson you know had a little bit of work done on his knee um this off season and it's, like, while he's coming back and he looks good in camp, Rashard Penny has been getting a lot of extra reps in camp as well. Um, I think that they, as, again, the most rushing, uh, heavy team in the NFL, I think that they're uh, a team where you can actually count on that running back community to succeed. Um, I think Rashad Penny is going to be one of the most productive uh, RB2s um, on any depth chart, maybe even more so than uh, Darrell Henderson this year. Interesting. I don't know if I quite believe that yet. I just uh, well, I don't see know how he produces, but yeah, I just he's first round it. talent. Um, he's gonna have the volume. And if Chris Carson goes down with Sharp he immediately becomes an elite like an RB one, no questions. That is true
3: and they they definitely will give him the chance, you know. He he does have that high draft capital and it seems like, you know, if you're going in the first round,
2: um you one, know, in the NFL draft, like they're gonna they're gonna give you a few chances. Exactly, and one other thing on that, just to kind of tout Rashad Penny real quick here, because I think it's you're a great forward. pick by that, uh, that computer. Um, bot, that bot. Mike Davis is gone. That was 112 rushes. Like, Chris Cresson wasn't the only uh, productive running back last year besides Rashad Penny. Um, Mike Davis was also eating up a lot of carries. I didn't know Mike Davis ran the ball 112 times last year. That's bonkers. Yeah, they that ran the ball a shit ton last year. They were, like, again, I think I already said this, but they were the only team to run the ball more than they passed it. That's pretty astounding. Uh, you said that two days ago. All right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just to refresh everyone, um, that, that's a big vacuum, um, and I think that that bodes well for Chris Carson and Rashad Penny. So now that we've finished jerking off Chris Carson, can I get my second pick? Please. Thank you.
3: Uh, so uh, I've, I've gone wide receiver with the last two picks. Tight end still hasn't changed, and I don't think it will change anytime soon. Uh, quarterback. I, I I still think I could wait on quarterback a little bit. there's actually one guy that i like uh, uh it's a running back um mm-hmm. might be a little bit of a reach, but i'm I'm going Carlos Hyde with this eighth pick I like it Nate likes it um, yeah.
2: reach for the skies Re- reach
3: yeah <laughs> reach for the skies thanks woody uh, so i'm I'm going Carlos Hyde here because I'm really not convinced that uh Damian Williams keeps the starting job. Uh, in Kansas City, he knows the playbook better, and I think he will start the season as the starter. But I think Carlos Hyde's just a more talented back. Um, you know, he was very, very productive when he was in San Francisco, and he just wasn't really in a good position um, while he was in uh, Cleveland. You know, that that team run by Hugh Jackson was just fucking horrendous. And then, you know, he got traded halfway through the season. There was a bunch of stuff being shuffled around um, in an. Also, failing uh, Jacksonville team, so I think you know he's coming to a team that knows what it's doing. It's a successful um, offense with a very, very uh, good coach. You know, I, I think it's just a matter of time before he takes over. And especially with the eighth, you know, I, I'm I'm looking at these guys here. We have like Royce Freeman, Jarrett McKinnon, LaShawn McCoy. I don't think those guys can win me my leagues. But I think if Carlos Hyde does win the starting job three four even six games in that could win me my league so that's why i'm going carlos hyde right here not mad at that pick love him talk about drinking somebody off i did it like
0: four episodes ago so i'm, I'm all about that pick. Uh, oh and the guy i really wanted to came right after him alan robinson a wide receiver one in the eighth round that's bonkers. Uh, that's great value right there. But uh and then just after him, Kareem Hunt, Royce Freeman, and washed up LaShawn McCoy. That's cool. Bad
3: tipper, LaShawn McCoy.
0: He's a bad that's tipper. Fair. You know that's who tips great. you know who tips worse than him? Who? I think I, I might be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure it was Tiger Woods.
3: I think Michael Jordan's a bad tipper too. Oh, it was him. Yeah, yeah. Wayne Gretzky called him out on it. Oh. Yeah, it's all on the internet. Wait, wait, wait. was Wing mm-hmm. was he there? We yeah, like see him across no, rooms no, like no, hey having, bad tipper they were having dinner together i'll take over this is like an internet legend oh. that's probably not true it's just like how einstein said like you miss 100% of the shots you don't take yeah
1: why would einstein say that that is a... uh, not einstein didn't say that 100%. no that's what i'm saying is why did anybody ever think einstein said that he because was...
3: basketball was actually very popular in germany back then you know in einstein
1: the 1920s yeah i did not know that no really? it wasn't
3: you I, didn't
0: know that? That is a fucking lie. No, 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 no. He <laughs> was, You're a fat shit liar. I see
1: he it was in basketball. your face. Was, you're
0: full of basketball. shit, you
3: motherfucker. Yeah, anyway, he was he five lie. four.
0: <laughs> making that up. Hey, hey. So, but I don't think he was... There was soft. that short, short guy
2: in Space Jam. You're right. To get back to the draft, you said <laughs> he wanted you. to take Alan Robinson on um, this. The, you know, you think it's kind of crazy that he fell. I um, do. Are you worried about Trubisky throwing him the ball at all? No. You do think... Because there's number one wide receivers on the Browns still avail- or not on the Browns, on the uh, the Ravens still available. Yeah, screw that shit. Are you kidding me? I think that my, <laughs> Mitchell Drabisky is,
0: even though it might be by a small margin, I don't think that Lamar Miller is nearly as good of a quarterback as Mitchell mm-hmm. Trubisky, and I think that their, their scheme is going to be a little bit different. They're going to be running the ball a shit ton
2: mm-hmm.
0: at the Ravens, and I don't want any part of the Ravens offense, oh. other than maybe Mark Ingram, probably in the eighth round, which I'll never get him
3: there. Honestly, though, I kind of agree with Bobby, and I made this point a little while ago where, you know, if I'm getting a Bears wide receiver, I'm probably going Anthony Miller because I could get him a bunch of rounds later, Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, like, they spread the ball around so much in Chicago. Mitch Trubisky, you know, he's not quite proven yet. We We don't really know what to expect from him this season, and if it's a lot like last season, then I just don't see Allen Robinson as a person I feel comfortable ever starting. Whereas, you know, uh, Anthony Miller at least has that upside, right, of like, oh, is this his breakout year? Does he become the guy? Whereas Allen Robinson, we know who he is. And, you know, I just don't think he's going to get better on that offense where I think Anthony Miller could have that jump and you could just get him so much later. So that's just how I feel. That's why I'm probably not getting Allen Robinson in a lot of leagues.
0: No, I think it
1: was – go ahead. Yeah,
3: you yeah, you're
0: right. It's my pick. I should go. Uh but <laughs> Alan Robbins, I mean, you look at him, I mean, his best season was eighty receptions, fourteen hundred yards, fourteen touchdowns. Was that, was that with was that with the Bears though? No, it was in Jacksonville. That that's not the point. I mean he still wasn't with a good quarterback. I was a quarterback. He was on a with a trash quarterback. Blake Stop Bortles. <laughs> right now. Blake the Snake. But well, I mean here's in, in, in the point I'm trying to make is that in the eighth round if this was the third round, fourth round, fifth round, I'd understand what you're saying, but in the eighth round, I'm not worried about my third wide receiver,
3: especially a guy who is the number one target, should be, on the Bears offense. I'm not convinced he's going to be the number one target, and I think that the Jacksonville stat is a little bit disingenuous in the sense that it was Blake Bortles in garbage time. I had Blake Bortles on my dynasty league that year, and at like halfway through the fourth quarter, he would have five points, and then he'd finish with thirty because he was just fucking lobbing passes as far as he could down the field to whoever would literally catch them. And you know what? When you do that enough times, the touchdowns sometimes outrank the interceptions. And so you, I mean, I th- it's it's not that Blake Bortles or Trubisky are bad quarterbacks. It's just that Trubisky was not in the situation last year where in the fourth quarter he needed to throw for 200 yards. You know, Absolutely they're they're, right. they're a more complete team, um, or the Bears are a more complete team now than the Jacksonville Jaguars were back then. Mm-hmm. You know, Blake Bortles wasn't really known for spreading the ball around a lot. Mitch Trubisky, that's just like all he's done. So I just, you know, I think, I think that there's definitely a ceiling with Allen Robinson. Mm-hmm. And but I'll also take the floor of 90 targets. Last year he had 94 targets.
0: I'll take a 94-target guy in the eighth round. That's all I'm trying that's, to say.
3: That's, that's fair, yeah. but I think you're going to get a 12-target game, and then you're going to get a three-target game.
0: That's cool. In the eighth round, I'm okay with that. Yeah. that that's all I'm saying. Touch- it's, it, he's not a starter for me.
1: Yeah, Touching okay on his, his target share, I think that you know it was his first year in Chicago, and it, I think it takes a lot longer to build chemistry with a younger quarterback because Mitch Trubisky isn't set in his ways – Right, so it's not like Alan Robinson walked in and Trubisky was like, this is how we do things. You do it this way, I'll throw you the ball. It was also Matt Nagy's first year. Yeah, so they were all growing together. Uh, they They started to look really good together towards the end of last year. I think it's still risky. In the eighth round, not a ton of risk, but I would like to see just something... Just a, just the tiniest nudge from training camp, just some sort of nonsense news. Agreed. That's gonna that's it and it'll push me right into Alan Robinson. I I, and I you. also think I'm just I, I'm
3: just really high on Anthony Miller. This sure, year.
1: sure.
3: I, and, and neither here nor there, guys. I didn't
0: fucking pick him. So uh, <laughs> who
3: picked <makes> it? <laughs> who it? Who, we were arguing. That, that you was a bot. I
0: told you he went before, right after your pick. Oh, well, God damn Nate, Why didn't you stop it? I tried. Host. I was waving at you. You guys were like, why commented
2: that? Again, it was just a guy that you
0: wanted. So yeah, it was a guy I wanted. Yeah, talk. that's why we talked
2: about it. The guy,
0: but the other guy, actually, I didn't even realize he was still on the board. I was actually going to go with this guy more than anyway because we were talking about before the podcast. And that's Sterling Shepard. I think that he's going to have an amazing season regardless of the fucking quarterback that he's going to have. Whether it's trash Eli or his damn twin, Daniel Jones, I don't care. I
2: Two-time Super Bowl winning Eli, man. Yeah, I
0: mean, everybody has their fucking day. I mean, if you look back, <laughs> didn't they have like a damn near losing season in one of the seasons? Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm, I, I want Sterling Shepard. I mean, they, the 124 targets are gone because of Odell. I understand they have Ingram, uh, but I want Sterling Shepard, even with Golden Tate. I actually think having Golden Tate on the team is actually going to help him because it's going to spread the field a lot more. Mm-hmm. I want him on my team, especially in the eighth round. Give me all the that next. Yeah, I love that pick. Yeah, and then next after me
2: went Jared Cook and now we're at Bobby's pick. Alright, well um I have uh again I just got my tight end. I still only have two running backs, but uh there's no running back that I wanna take right here, um to go as my third guy. Um I could go with players looking at me right now are Russell Wilson, Carson Wentz, Latavius Murray, maybe. Um I've heard some other things about another running back um at Saints Camp that might be taking over his spot. So oh, yeah. Uh yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and go with Russell Wilson right here. Um hmm. I'm not a Seahawks fan. I'm a Cardinals fan. But I've seen this man do terrible things uh, for years. Terrible isn't good, right? Yes, okay. yeah. Um, terrible things if you're a Cardinals fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> terrible he just finds a true. way to get it done. The man's a robot. Um, he can He's a rush, like... I mean, people are comparing Kyler Murray to... Kyler Murray's ceiling to Russell Wilson. It's average. So I think that... Uh, it's just an amazing value pick. This is like the ninth quarterback off the board, so... I'll yeah. take him now.
0: That's good value. You can't be mad you can't be mad at that especially a guy who's gonna give you upwards of seventeen points a game from the quarterback <laughs> position espe just with his legs. Yeah. 17 points with his legs I mean everyone's expecting yards. them The
2: Seahawks yeah. to run it every single time So it's gonna I think that that is gonna open up the field Even more for Russ Wilson And he's gonna take advantage of it Like no one else can so no, that, that's, that's, a, that's a solid pick at the
0: quarterback position In the 8th round Just after him came Latavius Murray A guy I really like As well as Marvin Jones Another guy I really like And then came Tyler And uh, just
1: tell us who you picked back to back First pick was Pretty quick um, I've been looking at Geronimo Allison for most of this round here because I did not expect to have Christian Kirk on the board when it got back around to me. That was a most pleasant surprise. He's the best wide receiver on the Arizona Cardinals. He's going to be playing in an air raid offense. They're going to be tossing the ball around. He's going to kill it. I think this is a year that he's going to jump up draft boards after people see what he does this year. Uh, second one was a little murkier, not such a clear choice. Um, picked a running back. And I had to go a little bit down the rankings here to grab my guy. In front of him was Ronald Jones, Jalen Samuels, Austin Eckler, Edo Smith. Four players I think are insane that are going to go ahead of Peyton Barber, who was my pick. He's going to enter the season as the starting running back in a Bruce Arians offense. We didn't see anything from Ronald Jones last year that, you know, is going to really lead us to believe that he's about to steal this job from the guy who's had it for the last two years. We'll see. Ronald Jones is an unknown, I understand that, but I'm also taking a starting running back in the ninth round. You know, same thing as the Allen Robinson conversation. I'm getting an RB1 in the ninth round. You know, enough said. Yep. I'm not mad at your pick, my man. I do like Ronald Jones this season, though.
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean, you, you're basing it off of, I mean, just to put it in perspective It's funny, because somebody like, tweeted out Right before the season, last season That Ronald Jones, a rookie, mind you, of course He's very young, I think he's like 22 at this point mm-hmm. So he just turned 21, he was going out partying He was eating pizza And somebody was like, dude, it's like a week before training camp And this Ronald Jones is eating pizza and wings and drinking up a fucking storm, taking shots. It was a week before training camp, and it was a guy who was like a sports analyst. He's like, do not draft this man. He is not ready. And I think that he's matured a lot since that season because he made an absolute fool of himself. I do believe that they like him a lot, and all, all signs actually point to him moving up. But I do like the pick of Peyton Barber. I just, I would rather have the upside of a Ronald Jones, a younger guy that I think is a better back.
1: I mean,
3: but to kind of counter that, like, partying thing, weren't, like, the whole, like, ninety four ninety five Cowboys just, like, ripping coke right before, like, games. Like, every game. Or, like, Lawrence Taylor. Name like, that team. Like, They're doing, very good. doing shots of tequila <laughs> and, like, yeah. coming to games, like, hungover and just, like, breaking a sack record. Yeah, but
0: were they rookies and didn't fucking understand training camp? Or actually, the training... I don't know. I, I was I five. Like, I don't know. There's, there's, there's a yeah. lot
1: of players that walk into the NFL and have their shit together. So, I don't care if you're 20, 21. Like... If you're at that point, like you're looking at mo- millions of dollars in your future, and you can't process the fact that, like, I shouldn't go party a week before training camp, like, I don't know if you're growing out of that in a year, right? I, yeah, I mean, Johnny like, effect. Yeah, has has yeah. I, I guarantee you, Jameis Winston has
3: done a lot worse. <laughs> we know he has. Yeah, we know, we he, know has. he has, and that's and why he got still. benched for as long as he did. Stealing crabs, grabbing puss. <laughs>
0: Stealing crabs. It was it was a lobster. It was more expensive. He didn't have the money yet. Uh, <laughs> you're absolutely right. But just after Peyton Barber, I mean, again, he's not a bad pick. He's an RB one. I'm not mad at that. It's the ninth round. Uh, just after him is Jarek McKinnon. Ah, it just blows my mind. Way too high. Uh, for uh, what was it? Three, four backs back there in San Francisco? 30? 30, 30 backs? 30? 30, 30, like pick ninety, There's like 90, 90 backs back there. But, uh, and then also come off of ACL, right?
2: Yeah.
1: I think Kyle Shanahan's going to take a couple carries
0: himself. Yeah, he's going to have to. He has better knees than Jared McKinnon. <laughs> uh, Cortland Sutton came just before Bobby's pick and now we're at Bobby's pick at the 9.4 spot. Who are you taking? Man?
2: Um, I am very desperate at this point at running back. Um, It's, kind of a crapshoot Ronald Jones sticks out um, as a player that uh, is all that's really available at like this tier um, that I'm looking at that's a running back a lot of good receivers still on the board I really like wilson um, among them lots of QBs here as well uh, there's another player that I would actually take here but I think he'll fall back to me um, and I'll bring him up if he gets picked it but I'm gonna go ahead and take uh, Rojo taking Rojo Rojo too because of what
0: I just said or what?
2: Uh, a little bit of that, um, again, Bruce Arians I think Shit. Uh, is like an amazing coach. I think he's going to give whoever earns the job will get it, you know, like obviously but I think that um, Bruce Arians will give everyone a chance. Um, I think he's really smart and he will uh, be able to develop Ronald Jones. If he can't, then no one will. I totally understand.
0: I like the pick. I'm kind of pissed Although I have way too many running backs So I don't even know how I would have taken him But uh, I, do, I do love the pick Then Kyler Murray came right after him Now I will be honest I mean I'm not the guy to take a, a uh, Not a running back A quarterback this early Even though this is not early at all I mean we're only doing 12 rounds here But um, I do like the Kyler Murray pick But I have a guy that I can get Probably in the 11th round That uh, um, has shown consistency Throughout his career and I'm very really excited about it. I mean, there are also, I have Carson Wentz, Philip Rivers, Jared Goff, and Cam Newton just staring me in the face. I'm, and I'm not gonna touch any of them right now. I'm, I'm actually looking at Geronimo Allison because I need another wide receiver. Uh, Golden Tate, I already have Sterling Shepard, not touching him. You know, this is, ooh. And you know, this is kind of crazy. I, I think I might be higher on Dede Westbrook than everybody else. Uh, but this guy, I mean, he's playing Big Nick Nick. <laughs> I mean, you, got, you got you got a tr- you got a truck. Nick Foles. I think he's going to come in. I think he's going to shake up the offense. And he's going to throw to somebody. Um, sure, he might spread the ball around. But if you guys can if you guys can let me know the three wide receivers there, then I won't take him. Go ahead.
3: Anybody? Uh, D.D. No, Westbrook. Go ahead. Nose goes. Nose goes. Mar- can anybody name Marquise anybody? Marquise Lee. Is he still there? D.D. Westbrook and Kevin Cole.
0: Took, to, took too long. Did it? I'm taking him anyway. No, I'm just kidding. No, uh, But, I mean, that's good. But they're not great wide receivers is the point I'm no, trying to say? No. I'm trying to make. I don't think D.D. Westbrook is a great wide receiver at all. But I do think he's better than the other two that you just mentioned and yeah. struggled to actually mention. I'm actually not going to go with him anyway. I'm going to go with one of the best offenses in the league with one of the best quarterbacks, and that's Jeronimo Allison. Yes. Partly because of his name. Uh, also partly because... He was on pace to do huge things last year, until he got injured. I mean, in just four games, he had, you know, 30 targets. He had 20 receptions, 303 yards, and two touchdowns. I mean, if you actually span that out, I think he was like the wide receiver 16. I'll yeah, take it's that. And yeah, 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 absolutely crazy. And I just completely ballparked that in my head. So don't, don't fucking come at me with your damn numbers, guys. If you want to do the
1: calculations. No, I think. I, I think. think I, yeah. <laughs> I think I might be right though. I think, <laughs> I think he looks good. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers recently came out and said he wants to throw Devontae Adams the ball more. Isn't that crazy? It's an insane thing to say. And here's why I think he said it. So I think he's trying to, he's talked about how these younger receivers are kind of frustrating for him and they, he doesn't get the level of effort he wants from mm-hmm. them. I think, yeah, exactly. He's just out there, he's trying to motivate them and he's saying, listen, if you guys don't get your shit together, I'm just going to throw Devontae Adams every single play. And I think, and I think that Geronimo is going to, you know, I think he's going to take notice. I think yeah. it's just Rogers being a pouty bitch. <laughs> oh, so I mean, that's also from the
0: Bears fan. <laughs> <laughs> look, he is a pouty bitch, and I totally understand that. But I do
3: believe he's all about
0: mind games and head games. I mean, I mean, look who, who did it with him. Brett Favre played mind games with that motherfucker oh, for yeah. what two, three years? Three years? He three had years to sit behind every yeah. Crazy, right? But anyway, uh, I like the draw Austin pick as my fourth wide receiver. Totally cool with that because if he pans out, then I'm winning. Uh, just after him, Carson Wentz, Nicole Harbin, Corey Davis the ninth round. Remember when he went in, like, the fourth? Oh, uh, and then Ida, Ido Smith. I know, you yeah. <laughs> Hardships. Uh, and then Ito Smith, and now we're back at Mike.
3: All right, so, uh, like I predicted, tight end still hasn't changed at <laughs> all, with the exception of Jerry Cook going, and uh, I didn't want Jerry Cook anyways. Um, quarterback? You know, uh, I might go there. Really? But... There's actually a wide receiver that I think I would rather take right now. Um, You know, this guy's in a new situation, coming off injury, but, you know, he's proven himself in the past. You know, he's been successful wherever he's gone. I don't think that's going to change in New York, so I'm going to go Golden Tate. I think people are sleeping on him quite a bit, and I really don't think that Shepard is going to explode. I think it's going to be... You know more of a 50 50 or the the target share is going to be much closer than people are thinking right now golden tate's just too talented you know and he is the most experienced wide receiver you know on that depth chart now um you know he was great when he was in detroit he was great when he was in uh seattle so i mean you know if it doesn't pan it doesn't pan out but i think that you know in a, especially in a PPR league, he could be very valuable at the ninth pick.
1: I think Golden Tate coming in as the veteran in that offense and playing—I mean, assuming Eli plays and holds on to the job—I think those two veterans—they're going to know how to talk football to each other. Yes, right. So there's going to be instant instant chemistry that he's going to have there that Eli may not have with the younger players because you know they don't know as much. I get along with people my age, where I, you know more than I get along with people fifty. Really?
0: Is you haven't fifty yet? No. No, no yeah. Truth. No, not yet. Uh, so I, I, I do. I like the golden tape pick. Just after him came Jalen Samuels, and then another quarterback, Jared Goff. Um, are you looking at tight end right here? I think tight end can
3: go fuck itself right here.
0: Really? I mean, here's my thing. I mean, right now, what,
3: what's going to happen? Everybody has a tight end. Nobody's going to take another one. It doesn't. Computers Does matter? are uh, taking two quarterbacks. Yeah, exactly. Right? Bots
0: so are just going to take cool. over here. Here's my thing. Okay. This is what I'm trying to say. So I'm trying to make a case for somebody who I think could break out. And at this point, 10th round, we only have two more rounds after this. Sure, you could take a tight end after that. I mean, but you're looking at TJ Hawkinson right now, a guy who has really high uh, draft capital with a guy who slings the fucking ball, who needs somebody in the red zone. sure they have Kenny G, sweet, sweet Kenny G playing that music. Right, but they need a big body man that can actually take over in the red zone. I think T.J Hawkinson has upwards of seven touchdowns this season. Do you believe
3: in the hype? i I do not at all. and one of the big reasons is you know Matt Patricia has been saying that they want to run the ball a lot more, and they hired Daryl Bevel as the offensive coordinator, and he has always been a run first coach. like he is big on run first offenses. And so I don't think that one there's going to be a huge target share. There's not going to be a lot of targets to go around. I think they're definitely going to pass less than they did this season. And this season they didn't even pass a whole lot. But they've been consistently saying that they want to run the ball even more. I think God is going to take up a lot of those targets. And Stafford really has never utilized the tight end efficiently. Um, you know, Eric Ebron was a fucking meme before he, you know, went to the Colts. Like, he he was like Stonehands Ebron. Like, he was considered a terrible player. Then he went to the Colts, and he fucking blows up. Um, Before then, did you ever draft Brandon Pettigrew? You ever want to be disappointed? I mean, I I don't think he's nearly as good. Draft Brandon (laughs) Pettigrew. Yeah, but this guy's a rookie. I mean, nearly as good. This guy has absolutely no body of work behind him. Like, Brandon Pettigrew was in the NFL for how many years? So, it's just, I cannot... I, I mean, I, I've never seen a rookie tight end actually be good, ever. And so, I I don't think I would pick him here. You're mm-hmm. not watching the Forty Niners last year? Yeah, right. Uh, well, okay. I guess he was good. Do you remember Jimmy Graham? I, I not when he was a rookie. Oh, well, I don't know
0: how you didn't. He did. He went off. He almost had a thousand yards. Uh, well, okay, one good one player. Okay, well play. I'm proving you wrong. picking okay, okay. Matt
3: Stafford <laughs> is not Drew Brees. And Matt Stafford is also not Nick Mullins, so uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What are you going with?" Put it in my mouth a who, bit. Who, who are you taking? But you besides taking? that, I just I just don't believe in it. Okay. Um, I think right now I'm going to go with Cam Newton mm. uh, as quarterback. I'm going quarterback. You know, it's just the rushing upside. You know, if if he is healthy, he's got that solid solid floor. You know, like uh, with of uh, rushing yards and rushing touchdowns. Um. You know, I think the offense is going to be improving. You know, Christian McCaffrey, pass catching back, he's just out of this world. He's amazing. So, you know, that counts for Cam Newton, too, um, as well as DJ Moore. I think DJ Moore is really going to take another step, and I think that their offense is going to be really good this year. So I'm taking Cam Newton right there.
1: I think that's a high floor, high upside pick. Great value in the 10th round, and I'm actually really surprised that Cam is going behind Guys like Jared Goff. I mean, Carson Wentz is an injury risk also, right? Is he... Not He may be a better quarterback than Cam Newton. Who knows? But is he a better fantasy quarterback than Cam Newton? Well, Certainly
3: not. Well, I mean, who knows? I mean, he's been injured every year that he's played. You're
1: talking about Carson? Carson. No, I mean, yeah. yeah we're on the same page. Yeah, I'm yeah. Saying, yeah. I'm I mean, like, who knows? It's bonkers to me that Cam is going behind Jared Goff. Carson Wentz, who's also an injury risk. Kyler Murray, who is an unknown. Everybody above that I'm fine with. But. Yeah, but Cam has proven he could be a top five quarterback. Yeah, exactly.
3: And, and those guys, you know, they just don't have that body of work. So, I, you know, I, I think he's a great pick here. I will say, though, that because I pick Cam Newton and he has been injured and his throwing motion and all that stuff, I am planning on handcuffing him and drafting a second quarterback. I usually don't draft second quarterbacks. But I think for Cam Newton, I will in this case. So uh, since I only have two picks left, I guess one might have to be a tight <laughs> end. Uh, but then one will be another quarterback. So uh, stay tuned for that. No,
0: absolutely. Can't absolutely. Wait. And I, I'm not mad at the Cam Newton pick, I, especially this late. Are you kidding? This is absolutely insane. But I also think that the person I'm about to pick this late in the draft, in the 10th round uh, from a quarterback position, shouldn't be ranked behind Philip Rivers, to be honest with you, Cam Newton, Jared Goff, especially not Kyler Murray, I get the upside. Um, I'm taking Dak Prescott. Oh, you stop a bitch. Right? I, well, I mean, you guys, I mean... I'm, I called oh, that no. seven rounds ago. I,
3: I have a quarterback who I want to take <laughs> late, and nobody's going to take him. Of course it's Dak Prescott. Nobody's going to fucking touch him. You, you said yet. 11th. I knew, I thought I was going to get him. I oh, thought yeah. you were
0: going to wait till the 11th. Oh, hell no. Absolutely not. I mean, but here's the thing. I mean, Here's the reason why. It's It's insane for me to think that I have to take somebody like Aaron Rodgers in the fifth round when i can get a guy in the 10th round who have hasn't finished the season <laughs> less than quarterback 10 it just blows my mind they had all these people quarter philip rivers did did worse than him and he's 30 something years old mm-hmm. uh cam newton is always injured jared goff is okay carson Wentz is injured kyler murray has improved and shit this season um Russell Wilson I get, Drew Brees is getting older and he doesn't throw nearly as much, and Dak Prescott finished higher than him last season. So I, I just don't see why I wouldn't take a guy like Dak Prescott with that surrounding cast, Amari Cooper, and Ezekiel Elliott
1: right here, right now,
0: and a guy who has legs. I mean, he's going he's gonna to get me 300 yards rushing this no,
1: season. I'm 100% on the same page with you. I'm I think in. Dak Prescott right now is the best QB value in the draft. And it's not close.
0: It, it, it isn't, and it sucks that we're actually doing these mock drafts right now with the with the you guys you were that getting were getting away with, Dak Prescott. with with four or five. I mean, I just talk about it so fucking much. <laughs> um, but I, I but I've been talking about Dak Prescott for the last two years because I've been <laughs> so obsessed with him. But um, no, great value here, especially my first quarterback coming off the board in the tenth round, uh, just after him, Austin Eckler, actually a, a really s- sneaky running back because mm-hmm. he, I think he was upside I think he was like top 20 running back last
1: season Last
0: season, and that was with or without Melvin Gordon in the picture the guy is just efficient um, I understand that when Melvin Gordon actually went down towards the end of the last season he didn't pan out to everybody's liking they thought he was going to be the 20 point guy that's just not who he will ever be but a guy in the 10th round a running back on a team with a potent offense I, that's, a, that's an amazing pick right there but then we came to Bobby
2: yeah, so Austin Eckler was one of the guys that I was looking at. The one that I was thinking about taking uh, in the ninth uh, that's already gone now was, um, and I don't want to talk about him real quick. is Jalen Samuels. Mm. Um, there's another guy that came in kind of like uh, how Melvin Gordon went down at the end of last season, um, and everyone was kind of expecting Austin Eckler to come in and take over that role. Um, that's same thing, uh, even though he didn't. Uh, Jalen Samuels actually did come in uh, to Pittsburgh and take over after James Conner, after he went down. And he won a lot of people a lot of leagues. Um, he got me to the championship um, in that league and won me in my dynasty league, I want to say. Um, so it's, I think, the value of getting a uh, Jalen Samuels, you want to reach on this guy just because he's a running back in the Steelers offense, and that will produce no matter what. Mike, what you got? I will say
1: um, they did draft another running back though, didn't they? Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's a huge threat, though. I think Jalen Samuels came in and, like Bobby said, he performed well. Like he's he's solidly. He's that, the in James that
2: RB. Connor of like 2017. Yeah, he he's in that RB two spot in a solid way. And he can line up. This is a guy that went to the combine as a tight end. They have extra stuff going on for him, not just yeah. running back. He's a really interesting player to watch. I wish he was listed as a tight end in our dynasty Pretty league, awesome. so yeah. I can start him there. But, uh, you know, we don't play on Yahoo because it sucks. And
1: James Conner is That's a really, Sorry, he's yeah, a really physical runner. So there's, another, there's a decent chance he'll go down again for, you know, at least a couple of games next season.
2: Yeah, he might even. Uh, I, I'm not really sure what's all going on with James Conner and his injury. I don't know if he's cleared fully to play yet. I guess he must be. But um, Jalen Samuels is somebody that I would definitely handcuff if I got James Conner, no question. And I, would, I would jump on um, Jalen Samuels to take him uh, to honestly th- this is something I would definitely
3: pay attention to because I mean they did spend a fourth round pick on Benny Snell so yeah. I, I'm not completely convinced yet I would you know try to, try to wait and pay attention to training camp and see you know who, who, who's getting the hype who's
2: getting the praise so alright so anyways with my pick though uh, Austin Eckler and Jalen Samuels were both gone so I'm gonna take Adrian Peterson.
0: That's an amazing pick, <laughs> seeing as I don't trust anything that Darius Geis I mean, ha, ha, has to offer right now. Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah no, Darius I Geis is completely
2: unproven. I would be so distraught if I had him in like a dynasty league or something. Yeah. Adrian cute. Peterson <laughs> is uh, AD. I mean, you know who this guy is. He still put. He's gonna new... get 2,000 yards this season. Maybe he said he was going to, right? <laughs> but I think he'll at least be able to give us a thousand. I think we can guarantee on that. And a guy we can guarantee a thousand yards right, and maybe, would would he- you like Would you like to make a bet right now, Bobby? Uh, well, yeah, will I'll get to that. Okay, uh, I think he is going to produce a thousand yards from scrimmage. Sure. Oh, I guess he's not catching anything, anyways. But, um, yeah, I think that he is do a thousand yards from scrimmage. Right, you, we'll you, get okay. to the stipulations of this. Over a
3: thousand yards, you got it. Under a thousand yards, I got it. If it's dead at a thousand yards, everybody else has to. Uh, it's,
2: it's, right. well, we'll get, then, let I'm cool with my head at 1,000. I am confident that We're Adrian Peterson is going to... I mean, again, I got him in the 10th, all right? Where do you take... Uh, I like him in the 10th. I just don't think he's putting... All right, tell me, tell me, tell me, I think this is really important, seeing as mm-hmm. we have a
0: little bit of time. We tend to bet a lot, and I think this is one of those moments. Look, we, I'm staring at Mad Dog 357, which is <laughs> one of the, hot, one is the hottest hot sauces in the world. Um, what we can do is we can put this on the board right now
2: thousand right. yards spoonful. from scrimmage
0: a spoonful a spoonful. sure not a teaspoon but a spoonful of mad dog 357. cory took a spoonful and he fucking
3: passed out right. he was right. just like laying <laughs> face down on top of the floor teaspoon? for like an hour right. we'll a teaspoon? no 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 it was a teaspoon nate it was a teaspoon all right, all right. Time out. not like, only did bitch.
1: he not only was he face down on my floor he laid down right next to my mirror because he thought it might cool it Okay. <laughs> it was real bad. There's, there's zero logic. There's logic behind the energy. All right.
0: Up. So what we're gonna do, guys? One wing. One wing.
1: I'll do one wing. We'll do All
0: a right. wing of three. Mad dog. Three fifty-seven. You've never heard of that? Please look it up uh, on Hot Ones. You
2: can see it there. But what is the bet exactly? I want you to shake on it right now. Go over a thousand yards from scrimmage. A thousand yards from scrimmage and then I think that you guys will be willing to jump in. I like that little if it's exactly a thousand yards. If it's yards, exactly a thousand off I'll, I'll eat Everybody it. Everybody else I'm not worried about, about, about it. Why on earth would I I don't I know, know, it's, it's fun. just fun. Yeah, sure, sure. Exactly <laughs> <a thousand. laughs> if it's
1: exactly <laughs> a thousand yards from scrimmage, okay now we're all in But Put and it on the board. We all, oh, under, okay,
2: under under a thousand, you take the hot sauce. Over I a thousand do I do not mind betting on the side of Adrian Peterson. I'll say that. If anyone can prove Anyone will, like... We'll find out. Hey, Watch we'll you. find out the other season. Either way, love the pick at 10.9. 10. Tenth mm-hmm.
0: yes. round value of AP, one of the Future best running role backs to ever, the, to ever play the game.
2: Maybe? I mean, he jinxed. Do you want to case. bet on that? <laughs> <laughs> I'll
0: bet you 60, 60 <laughs> man-dog wings that this man makes for the NFL
2: Hall of Fame. We'll see, we'll see by the time he he's eligible. so Are you serious? All right, all right, I'm just saying. I suppose he's not in right now. Enough. Obviously he's talented enough. Right. I'm just talking about character concerns. Oh, I think I nobody might care cares that he beat. To T.O.'s in points.
3: the fucking like Hall of Fame. You're
2: absolutely right. Anyway, yeah, let's, let's move forward. I guess he didn't forward. beat me, children. <laughs> yeah, he, didn't, he didn't beat his children. He just he did pushups him. in his front right, yeah, I just exactly. don't know how much we care about beating kids. All right, I mean, he's uh, <laughs> not
0: the podcast.
2: For do we, we want to do we want to get into <laughs> our stance
0: on beating children? Guys? After Adrian Peterson, because we got to get through this draft. Uh, we have Jameis Winston, Tom Brady, which. <laughs> blew my fucking mind right at 10 10 11 i mean i get it recession but like fucking a uh
1: now we're at tyler once again you got back-to-back picks yeah and i'm looking to pick up a qb here and James and tommy boy are my guys that i was you know depending on being there actually dak i was really like i exclaimed earlier was really hoping for dak here i'm gonna go ahead and pick up big ben and you know i'm going to it's a no brainer yeah i'm going to swing back around later and grab a quarterback that i can start you know whenever ben doesn't play at home i, ben, think, ben, I think ben wasn't he the number 3 quarterback last year in fantasy he, he, I
2: think he led the league in it, yards it yeah, was he, yeah, it was, he was it was
1: passing ben. he was the yardage leader it's it, I think it must be the home and away splits that I think keep it's him AB. this low on the board. It's I
0: think a, is A B being gone. I think people put a lot of value well, on that. I will
1: also I say touchdowns. I think people people don't give Big Ben as much appreciation as he deserves for what he contributed to that partnership. People think that it was all Antonio that was that happen. I think Big Ben gives him himself enough credit. Big Ben Big <laughs> gives himself
3: yeah, enough yeah, credit, yeah, certainly.
2: <laughs> Well, yeah, probably not everyone else. No, but
3: I, I agree. Something something with Big Ben finishing there last year. Um, one, I think it was Juju like really ascending. But two, uh, the Steelers actually didn't rush the ball very much at all last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were the 31st in the league in rushing yards. So, I mean, you know, what else are you going to do on Holy offense shit.
1: besides rushing? Yeah, they're not... Passing.
3: Right. So, he was, he was slinging the fuck out of the ball... Slanging dick around.
1: I mean that's always been the case with the
3: Steelers. Yeah, you know? that's all he was doing.
0: And they're
1: not going to have Antonio this year, so I think that they will go back towards the run a bit. But sure, it's Big Ben. Like if
0: he gives you four thousand <laughs>
1: yards, which I did, it's
0: going to happen.
1: Yeah,
0: right. And X amount of touchdowns, twenty-five plus touchdowns. That's really good value cool. in uh, the... In, pretty much the 11th round. The 11th round. yeah, exactly. Sure. And, then, and then right after Big
1: Ben, you picked... Right after Big Ben, I'm grabbing Paris Campbell. Just a little quick speculative mm. value pick here that I think is just going to be a monster <laughs> when it comes to the regular season. Andrew Luck just slings it, as we know. Great offensive line, going to give him time to hit that deep ball, which is going to be Paris Campbell's specialty. He's just going to fly down the field. Run past everybody. All the coverage is going to be focused on T.Y. Hilton. He's getting doubled all year, which means Paris Campbell just has to run past one person with a 4 3 I'll take it. All right, Tyler, I need
3: you to stop uh, talking about my boyfriend like that.
1: <laughs> I, I, I love
3: Paris Campbell. I don't, I don't know if he's quite going to light the world on fire this year, but, oh, dear Lord, next year. Definitely. I'm so excited for him.
2: It's coming. Bobby, you're up. Alright, this is going to be another speculative pick, um, and I really don't like it, but I feel like it's uh, there's nothing else around this value that I can go for, and that's uh, the new running back for New England, uh, Damian Harris. Um, like we talked about earlier, Sonny Michel's uh, injury concerns are concerning. <laughs> Um, the Patriots uh, running back committee is kind of a revolving carousel And um, if you can get in on that before uh, their name is called I think that's insane value uh, Damian Harris was, again, an early pick um, I don't think that, uh, um, you know, again, James White's going to steal any touch from him But, uh, yeah, Sonny Michelle goes down, Damian Harris immediately becomes a huge value for New England as soon as it gets unpaused the whole draft <laughs> yeah
0: you could do that and I didn't mention before that the two guys got drafted before you uh, were Devin Singletary who I think has tremendous value right here seeing mm-hmm. as there's two old ass motherfuckers right in front of him and Frank Gore and LaShawn McCoy I think there's a possibility that the man starts halfway through the season uh, and the cutest man in the league <laughs> Kiki QT. Um but the guy I wanted actually last round actually it might have been two rounds ago Actually, staring me in the face. And that is uh, DD Westbrook. This is an easy pick for me. Uh, I'm going to pick the potential number one wide receiver on an offense I'm not super excited about, but I am excited about uh, Big Dick Nick coming in, shaking some things up, and uh, targeting this man early and often. I'll take that guy as my one, two, three, four, fifth wide receiver off the board. In the eleventh round, great just thank you, I appreciate it. And then just after that, we have Deontay Foreman, TJ Hawkinson in the eleventh round. I think that's tremendous value as well. Jimmy G, one of the most beautiful men in the league, and Deshaun Deshaun Hopkins. That's apparently a
3: name. Deshaun that's Jackson, the, the perfect receiver. <laughs> that would be that would be an amazing receiver. uh Mike, eleven <laughs> eleven. What you got? Um, so I'm gonna pick a tight end now. Uh... Just kidding. Fuck that. Uh, I'm picking a second quarterback, bitches, uh, because it's not like is gonna pick two tight ends, and uh, the tight ends on the
2: board now are hot trash. So twelve is gonna pick a tight end with one of those. Uh, I don't fucking care. Um. So, I so
3: because because I picked Cam Newton earlier, and he is kind of injured right now. Um, you know, and he has dealt with injuries in the past. I'm going to pick another quarterback. Um, I'm going to pick somebody with a similar rushing floor. Um, And it's somebody I think that a lot of people are kind of sleeping on, and that's Mitch Trubisky. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, it's not just because I'm a Bears fan, even though that's like 99% (laughs) of it. Um, But I I like Mitch Trubisky because, uh, you know, he's in a prolific offense with a very creative coach. Um, I think that his passing... Um, stats will go up a lot this year, and you know he does have that rushing floor like Cam Newton. So, you know I think he will be great if Cam Newton is out.
1: No, I love I love how much he runs, and it's more than you think. It definitely is. more than you think. He
3: quietly finished as the fifth highest rushing yards amongst quarterbacks.
1: I do want to point out just very quickly because we're getting close on time, but your your I don't care if this person picks a tight end. Like is you know we are playing against computers. ADPs don't always get a, you know announced right away. Computer did take Rob Gronkowski. Hey, he could come okay. back. So, so you're going to get a free pick on this tight end, but you should be punished. Yeah, well, okay,
3: well, well okay, to to be fair then, I will say the first tight end on the uh like who is currently still available, sure. I will not pick him. So I will not pick <laughs> Delaney Walker, and that's actually fine because uh I'm going for somebody who I think is kind of a surprise. Can I that's... can
0: I say it? Is it Kyle Rudolph?
3: No, actually. Shut up. No, actually, <laughs> um, no. I was actually, Is I was actually, Hardin? I was actually listening to the Fantasy Pros podcast today, and I think they made a compelling argument. And I'm actually going with Jimmy Graham. Hey, interesting. You want to know why? Because there's fuck all else in Washington, and when Jimmy Graham's healthy, Washington. Yeah, the Redskins. No, no, no. Jimmy oh, man- I didn't mean Jimmy Graham. For the okay, Skins. I didn't. I said. Oh said I said Jimmy Graham too. I meant Jordan, Jordan Reed. Reed. Oh man, I fucked it up. I fucked it up, guys. Hey. Did he get picked earlier? No, he's no, he's, he's, uh, he's like ranked 167. Okay. okay, so <laughs> let's pretend that the Jimmy Graham pick is Jordan Reed. They both start with a J. Okay. Yeah. That's what, you know. Hey, we're drinking, guys. Yeah, we are. Um, so I'm picking uh, Jordan Reed here because, you know, he is an injury risk. But, like, it's my 12th pick. None of these other guys are that much better. His upside is, you know, like 1,000 yards and, like, 10 touchdowns. We've seen that happen before. So, you know, with a 12th pick... It's like that or Trey Burton. And you know what? I'm going to get Trey Burton off the waiver wire once Jimmy Graham, or once this is going to be Who are problem. you drafting?
1: <laughs> I'm picking
3: Jordan Reed. Once Jordan Reed gets injured, I'm just going to pick Trey Burton off the waiver wires. Sure. And uh,
2: it'll work. Whatever. <laughs> so That's the kind of backup plan you need when you draft a Redskin. Yeah.
0: Jor- Jordan Reed, just because he does have that upside. Absolutely. And I'm going to speed this up real quick. So you pick Jimmy. Delaney Walker came off the board. J.H.I. Wow. Uh, yeah. Naheem Hines. Anthony Miller, the guy oh, that you guys. said that you can get super late, and then I'm gonna go with a guy with super, super upside. He's Superman, uh, and that's AJ Brown, and uh, that's with Tennessee. And the reason why I'm doing that is because even though I hate Mariota, I love his situation. I love that he's a, as a massive slot guy, and. Uh, I'm excited for a situation, especially being the last pick of my draft. I'm okay with a guy with that much upside. Uh, just after me came Greg Olson, Marquise Brown, another guy with a lot of upside on a trash offense, Zion uh, Lewis, Curtis Samuel, another guy I like, as well as Tyler's last pick nice. of, the, of the draft. Oh,
1: my last pick, you know, I, I said earlier after picking up Ben that I was going to grab a handcuffed quarterback here, but I'm not going to because this guy fell down. Tyrell Williams... He's a deep threat for Oakland. Derek Carr, actually one of the better deep passes, passers in the league. Uh, and I think he's just going to hook up with Tyrell Williams with a bunch of, a bunch of coverage focused on Antonio Brown. Tyrell's going to be running down the field wide open. Mm-hmm. Real yeah. quick, I want to talk about
2: my pick because we kind of glanced over that. Oh, uh, we did? Yeah, <laughs> we did. Yep. Uh, Marquise Brown. Um, yeah, this yeah. is a guy who is uh, Antonio Brown's cousin. All right, so we know he has some pretty good genetics going through there. Um, he's one of the best Is facts. that a fact? Yes. yes. Yeah. He's one of the fastest players. Uh, he didn't run the forty at the combine, but I think he did an unofficial four three three or something. So he's blazing fast. Um, he's had a great connection with Heisman after Heisman after Heisman quarterback. So hopefully that trend goes through. Obviously Lamar's biggest passer of the bunch, um, but I think the upside is ridiculous at the last pick. Yeah, I that's
1: a great value in the 12th
3: But he weighs yeah. as much as like a mature fourth grader. But so, so but does so does Deshaun
0: Jackson. So does
3: Deshaun.
1: You Jackson. can't make that argument. Okay, I can make that argument. And Robbie, there's
3: only one Deshaun Jackson. Robbie Anderson has done fuck all in the league. How big is Tyreek Hill? Tyreek Hill? He's much bigger. Don't 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 make that comparison. He is big. He's as fast, but like 160 pounds, like uh, that guy's gonna take one hit and like like get Thanos snapped. Players bulk like,
1: up when they come into the NFL, though they know. They know they
3: got to get better. Okay, when he gains 40 pounds, he
0: doesn't let me know. But you can't say that because pounds. even though Robbie Anderson... Robbie no, Anderson no, we still. need to feed this boy! We need to feed him! Jesus Christ. Okay, God. you're just screaming everybody's ear off. All right, guys. real quick, we're going to recap everybody's everybody's team, and then we're going to wrap up here. Tyler, who you got?
1: I have Saquon Barkley, Marlon Mack, A.J. Green, Tyreek Hill, David Montgomery, Nikhil Harry, Evan Ingram, Christian Kirk, Peyton Barber, Ben Roethlisberger, Paris Campbell, Tyreek Williams, Tyrell Williams, almost did that in one breath.
2: Solid squad. Bobby, who you got? Ezekiel Elliott, T.Y. Hilton, Leonard Fournette, Tyler Lockett, Calvin Ridley, DJ Moore, David Njoku, Russell Wilson, Ronald Jones, second, Adrian Peterson, Damian Harris, and Marquise Hollywood Brown.
0: I have David Johnson, Mike Evans, George Kittle, Chris Carson, Tariq Cohen, Tyler Boyd, Darrell Henderson, Sterling Shepard, Geronimo Allison, Dak Prescott, DD Westbrook, and A.J. Brown. And Mike has... I
3: have Todd Gurley, OBJ, Aaron Jones, Kenny Galladay, uh, James White, Mike Williams, Dante Pettis, Carlos Hyde, Golden Tate, Cam Newton, Mitch Trubisky, and... His name's... It's actually Jordan Reed, not Jimmy Graham. Yeah,
0: his, his name is Jordan Reed. Hey, uh, now you've heard everybody's, everybody's squads. We're actually going to post this up on our website. Feel free to take a look and let us know who actually won this draft. But this is, once again, Laces Out Fantasy Football. We appreciate you guys. We are getting the fuck out of here and going home. We appreciate you. We out. Good night. Later.